Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Are You Doing Movie? Our movie this week is Noah. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or Blu-ray. Press play. Press pause when the Paramount logo just clicks off. The first show you perceive of all black, press pause. And in a second, I'll say three, two, one, unpause. At which point, I'll press play. You'll press play. And we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary except with four friends in your head. Those friends this week are myself, as always, T. Christie, my friend Anthony Alba. Hello. Michael Dorkman Scott. Hello. And Trey the Amazing Stokes. Hello. And it came to pass where men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them of wives, of which they all chose. And then, oh, I'm sorry, I actually printed out just because we don't want to get this one wrong. It's Was important. that that Bible? It's biblical shit. It's based actually, on a book, right? Uh, it's just, yeah, I haven't read the original book, but the movie yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, Nobody yeah. actually has. I actually, they, uh, they all hear it's very I printed good. out the uh, the whole, it's Genesis, uh, what is it, 6 through 8. Six through eight uh, and I have the King James Version, the New International Version, and the New American Standard Bible, which is this, Noah in it's Genesis? just all short words. Yes. Yeah, no, it's Comes Genesis early in the in the saga. Yeah, six it? through eight. It's early, wow. and it's a it's a fascinating thing to read. Uh, and we're going to talk about it, I guess, at some point because it's a long movie. Just kind of glaze over history. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the movie before us, I I knew this was coming way before because it was one of those movies where I ended up with the script for it a long time before it got made. Uh, and the script is slightly different. different. Oh, it's quite different. Yeah, at, at least the one I I read. Yeah, uh, and I kind of like the script version more. Oh, I, uh, like, I wound up liking the movie more, but. Uh, Another thing, I was a little bit surprised because the people who were going to ever be okay with this movie at all, people who weren't going to get like mad at it for existing, basically, uh, all seemed to really, really like it. And I was underwhelmed by it. I, I think it's fine. I also, the more I watch it, the less I understand why it needs to exist. This is a, why did you tell me that story movie for me? Uh, but there's a lot to like in it. I like the big rock angels. Uh, I like that B-52 song in general. And uh, <laughs> rock and yeah, I'm in the minority on this one though because I think everyone else here fucking love this movie. Anthony, how are you on I, Noah? I, I did love this movie. Um, about halfway through the film, I was getting scared because I was like, "Oh my god, please don't fuck this up. This is so <laughs> good. Please, don't blow the dismount, please." And it ended it, it ended well for me, and I walked out elated. Is like, it is it not what you expected? I don't know what I was expecting to be honest. I I got excited at the idea of Noah. I, I got excited at the idea of Aronofsky making a Noah movie. I'm like that has to be interesting, no matter what it is. And I, I everything about it just I don't know. It touched me on many levels. Got you good. Yes. Darkman, did it get you good? Yeah, I think it's a a really powerfully done version of the story and we'll we'll talk about it i mean you you're saying why did why did you tell me that story it's like well first of all we're already telling this story all the time yeah. everybody is learning this you know or, or you know christian kids or kids who grew up at at christian churches not necessarily even, the same even, thing not even, even even non-christians are uh, are aware of this story this is the story that's in the zeitgeist and the thing is as as i one of the things that excites me about this movie and, and as it does so well, you know, this is a Sunday school story. They sing songs about Noah and his ark. You know, God told Noah to build him an arky arky, you know, that thing. And and it's fucking... I was waiting for that song the whole yeah. time. And, and, and Aronofsky comes in and he goes, we tell this story to children and that is insane. Like, this is a story about God murdering everyone in the world and a family being forced to watch. That's what happened in this <laughs> yeah. movie. That's what happens in this story. And we tell this story to children like it's fun. <laughs> and he's like, I want to tell the verse. It's the same thing that I think, um, you know, kind of compelled Mel Gibson to, to do the, the Passion of the Christ, of the Christ yeah. which is, you know, people talk about the, you know, people in Christian churches, they talk about, oh, Jesus sacrificed for our sins. And, and isn't that wonderful? And, and all that stuff. And Spielberg-y, from, Spielberg-y in their right, head. And from, yeah. and from Mel Gibson's perspective, he's like, no, 
I want to make sure you understand what we're talking about him doing. Yeah. If we're going to accept that that really happened, you know, and that's why he made that story to be like, okay, no, this is what <laughs> Jesus went through. And and so that's what kind of the Noah story is like. This is this is that story. <laughs> this is yeah. what happened in that story. And everyone's like, this is the story I learned in Sunday school. He's like, I know. Yeah, they were lying to you. Yeah, you were told a crazy story. <laughs> if if this really happened, this is how it went down more likely. Yeah. And it's crazy that you don't know that. And I think this version of the story deserves to be told and, and you know he talks it, he's talking about Noah as a character I think he's fascinated by Noah as a character interestingly enough uh, he chooses not to go the route because some people go the the version of it which is not in the Bible it's extra biblical but the idea that that Noah was kind of perceived as a crazy person because it takes him like 70 years to build the ark so everyone's like there he is tinkering with his boat again Pfft, whatever and then and then the rains come they're like oh i guess it's good we didn't stop him we just let him do that and they all get in the boat that's you know that's not in the story necessarily but that's a version people have done and aronofsky being so interested in the idea of obsession you know so many of his movies are about obsession of some kind or another it's interesting that he chose he opted not to necessarily go in that direction with it and he went more the the idea of sacrifice and redemption and all of that stuff but um i i thought it was great i i i think he it was great that he he took this story that everyone thinks they know and and did something else with it but did something completely appropriate with it and i you know he's he says in behind the scenes stuff he's always been fascinated by the character of noah and by the story of noah and he did a version of the story that has never been really properly told before but i think should have been and i'm i'm excited to talk about it trey well uh, this was another movie that uh, mike certainly kept saying noah check out <laughs> noah you know don't, if, if, of all the movies ever in human history that I would not be inclined to check out, <laughs> uh, this, would be, <laughs> this would be one of them. Because the biblical epic was still mm. a thing that was being made in my lifetime. You know, I had to, when I was like eight or whatever, it's like, we have to go see the Bible. That's literally what the movie's called. And it, it's, a, it's a feature that tries to do the whole Bible. So it's like Adam and Eve and then Noah and then the Joshua or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> and it's, you know, every Hollywood star is in it and everyone's, you know, and every British star is in it. And it's all, it's exactly what you think. It's exactly what those movies always are and Ben-Hur or, you know, Ten Commandments is on every Easter and you watch that. And, you know, that whole Cecil B. DeMille, this is how we do a Bible story. Pomp and circumstance. Is the only kind of Bible movie that we get in America. And I was indoctrinated that that's the only kind of Bible movie there could be. So I'm like, I don't, why do I want to watch anyone do a movie about Noah? You know, it's like, I don't, you know, Aronofsky, okay, but whatever. I mean, it just can't be. So... When Noah came up for rental a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, or however long it was, I was like, all right, I've heard just enough about this movie. I'll give it a shot. And, uh, and I started watching it. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was so indoctrinated as what a Bible movie has to be. It's like, Noah Aronofsky just cleared the deck and mm-hmm. said, how about like this? And I was like, <gasps> This is fantastic, and I just I loved it. I loved it so hard, uh, just for the existence of it, and the and the, you know, it's like again as a as a very adamant non Christian. Hi everybody, how you doing? Um, the fact that I was like, this is this is how you make a Bible movie palatable is you treat it like any other mythology. Like yeah. if you're going when you know, when they do. Perseus and fighting the Medusa, you know, they don't get all reverent and glowy eyed and everyone's all, they, they, you know, they do it. It's a sword and sorcery story. You're going to tell a story about a guy who was obsessed and a great sky being said, I have chosen you and your family to preserve all life on earth and I'm going to kill everybody else. I mean, 
I think this, the, re- the reason it works is instead of it, it doesn't approach it as a biblical epic. It approaches yeah. it as a fantasy. Epic. Yeah, a fantasy yeah. slash semi-period epic. Um, it's Conan the Barbarian as a Bible story, mm-hmm. or vice versa. It's like you said. It's like no, seriously. Without all the cleaned up bullshit, Sunday school, everything is perfect. If this shit went down in a Bronze Age culture, what would that really, really, really look like? Mm-hmm. And and how do you make a compelling story out of that? And I thought that's great. And my analogy is like <laughs> Noah, especially as presented here. Noah is Lord of the Rings if you were telling it from Sauron's point of view. Uh, I'm an evil sky god, and I want to destroy all of mankind. Oh, I'd like to help with that. All right, let's get that started, <laughs> shall we? And, and happy ending, they do. So, you know, there were no hobbits to get in the way. But uh, so, so, yeah, it's like this is just a huge, crazy mythology about here's how humans began. Just to take it and, and take it out of that reverent, oh, it's all so important and perfect and wonderful and clean and just... It's it's a Bronze Age mythology, and here's the version. Here's how that looks when you just put it on its feet and show you what it really is. And that's a perfectly entertaining film, just as much as I enjoy Lord of the Rings yeah. or Three Hundred or anything else. So I, you know, okay, Aronofsky, make the Battle of Jericho is going to be awesome. Make that one next. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. So I was I was stunned at how much. I love this movie and how it even changed my entire way of thinking about what a Bible movie could be. Uh, so bravo, Aronofsky. You get the point where the Paramount, I think, pictures, whatever the studio logo was, just click to black like we are here. Put your finger on the button. Three, two, one. On the yeah, I remember, I remember when I came out, I was no, not only... Regency, hmm? sorry. Yeah, now we're, yeah, it's fine. Um, I was like, not only is that a way, is that how like you should tell a Bible story, but I'm like, that's how the Hobbit should be. Like that, that's the <laughs> yeah. kind of movie that Hobbit should be, not whatever this crap is. That it, like the yeah. the Hobbit has turned into a biblical epic that's overly. <laughs> that's right, exactly. And, that and everything is all glowing and wonderful, and you know exactly how it's going to end. It's no. like, no, this is like a whole messed up. I know you, thing. you. I know you didn't like the music as much as I did, but like right from the beginning, actually rewatching it, I like the music the, a lot. Like the music hits, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be so fucking cool. <laughs> like. The music grabbed me right away. My, the, maybe the my opening. thing is right at the I don't know what you guys are responding to. Like I don't I think I don't think I have the same context you guys had for biblical movies. Because this is exactly oh, I, I to, I like to, to a T what I would have imagined this movie to be. It's, yeah. When someone says Aronofsky's doing Noah, this is like Well, right now no, it feels super Aronofsky. I will say that. Yeah. Like the the, the it's, intro yeah, it's, mainly. It's, but see that what big I love old about it, fountain Noah. That's just because yeah. it, it's it's so not doing the usual tropes yeah. especially when right know, here the rock angels the, the, show up i'm like watchers. all right this is not your dad's bible movie yeah. for sure right. um but the 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 way it's set up is like this is exactly again it's like is if if you never heard of the bible this is just a mythology this yeah. is a story it's like if you're telling people the story of conan or you know lord of the rings it's like you know kate blanchett could have done this like in the beginning there mm. was one ring and the apple and the sin yeah. and, and people were without sin but the orcs who lived on Mount Doom. Yeah. Were there. It's exactly that. It's establishing, okay, this is the crazy, insane fantasy world this happens in. And we just are so indoctrinated that we go, but, but it's not a fantasy world. It totally is the same as any other fantasy world <laughs> and should be in, you know, here's the rules. There's a sky god who is way more involved in people's shit than he should be, but that's how he rolls. Right. And, uh, and, just roll with this story. Here we go. Earlier, you were asking why and he's ma- crazy. Why yeah, he and he's obviously very crazy. You were, yeah, you, you don't. You never heard the story why he decided to make it. No, it, it had to no, do. No, uh, in fact, sixth, uh-huh. it had to do with his sixth grade teacher, I believe. Seventh. And, seventh and as a matter teacher. of fact, she has a cameo in this. I will. I will point oh. her out. Oh, wow. Wait, she Angel. basically told the class to sit and write a story about hope. I guess. 
a something, yeah. Something, and and he, for whatever reason, he chose Noah. The story of Noah. And yeah. she, what happened was she she liked the story so much that she submitted it to some kind of um, contest, and he ended up winning the contest. Mm. And it kind of changed the direction of his life completely. Yeah, that's, that's when he was like, oh, maybe I'm actually okay at writing. Maybe I should right. pursue wow. that. And so this is something that's like very close to his heart that he'd been wanting to make for a really long time. And it's like not until recently that he had the you know, power <laughs> to do so. No. Huh. So, which, by the way, is the point that this is a movie is about hope? Kind of is kind of. Oh yeah, it's a mo- hope about. Yeah. It's a movie about hope and redemption and and love and sacrifice and it, it, there's a lot of great thematic stuff going on. But um, I forget what I was just about to say, so never mind. Yeah. But I mean, writing a story. Oh and- no, the fact just the fact that you know, based on his his kind of track record, it's like I'm I'm glad. But I'm baffled that somebody went, yes, I will give you $100 million to make yeah. this movie. It's kind of interesting. Well, I got Russell Crowe. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that is part of it. Uh, Last time Russell Crowe made, mil- made millions and millions yeah. of dollars, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. I, I mean Bible I mean, movies make money. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, this one pissed everyone off, didn't well, it? Part of, well, this one didn't make as much money as you would think. And that's I'm the sure weird it's, thing. Here's the I'm, thing. Well, I'm sure it's because it's an honor, it, didn't, it didn't give the people yeah. what they wanted. Uh, the, people, the people who wanted it to be... You know the people who who took, take the Bible as a gospel eh, yeah. eh, were mad because he changed it. The people, who, but they're the ones who watched it. The people who don't care. Well, yeah, they watched it and then they told everybody, "Oh, it shits all over it." And yeah. and so their friends didn't go. Unlike Passion of the Christ, everyone's like, "Oh, oh my yeah, god, I was so moved." And they had to, yeah, and and then the people who aren't inclined to see Bible movies like me will go, "Well, why would I see that? Yeah, why would I go exactly. to see that?" So so it, it it hit kind of a very middle ground of just people who are willing to kind of check it out and had to tell the rest, "No, you guys." <laughs> It's actually kind of cool. Um, Everybody I came yeah. across, I was telling you, have to watch yeah, Noah. Exactly. But there, and part of it, yeah, we should probably address it, and it's something that's coming up with the next Bible epic. People, people talking about, well, you know, it, it's if if you're doing a Bible epic, did it really have to be all white people? It's like, it's right. shouldn't it's, it be Middle it's Eastern? Way white. It be black and, people? I, and I will say the least successful aspect, and it's no one's fault other than just you know, is I'm sorry, Hermione. I anyone else I would yeah. rather have seen. But uh, I, I think I think this could have been great with you know a black cast. Denzel Washington could have been a great Noah. I'm sure you could have found. Well, a, see, but a here's the thing: Middle if you Eastern buy cast, the Bible, these have to be white people. Because <laughs> it's like because there was no those other people I think came later. Kind of, I think that's his way of kind of really you in though it's like you kind of think that this is going to be well the pro i mean ultimately ultimately what it is is the studio the studio going we need white people because that's how you sell movies that's the un- unfortunate right. reality i wish it weren't like that yeah. it shouldn't be like that you i can hope make, that a, make a bible movie but it's got to be a white bible yeah movie. Right. i i i hope that changes bible. and i totally understand why people are angry about it i think i think Exodus is more of a problem because not only is it white people, but they made sure to keep at least they still cast black people as the slaves and thieves. So yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. That's an even bigger problem. I'm, I'm from the south, oh. and I've never seen a Noah story that wasn't white people. So it's not like this is new, you know. Right. Right. Well, Look there's the there's so much other new stuff going on. They could have done that. I I took this as a little by the way the flower thing. It's like oh, it's like a callback to the fountain. You know, he was he would do that a couple of times in in the fountain. I actually checked the fountain. It's not the same like flower. So. So it's a different thing. But yeah, well, the idea is, you know, this is a younger world, a younger universe. So everything is just kind of closer together and cleaner. So that's why uh, they've done so many sky replacements. You can see kind of the celestial skies going on, which I, I remember watching this and I'm like, oh, Christ, that was, I feel so bad for the people who had to replace all the skies. Yeah. But 
once they you know once they start building the ark and even even fairly well before that the skies basically get start to get overcast because the rain is coming and also fuck that we don't want to do it anymore uh one fun fact is all the animals in noah are actually not animals that are of our current time at all they're like like, you know, prehistoric like versions right. of our animals like right. that, you know. Which I, which I think because of this, uh, you know, is, is you, you see this and, and I, I was on board with that right away. I'm like, oh, I see what he's yeah. doing. You know, back, see, in, back yeah. in the day, you read it and it's like they, they brought two of each kind on board. It's like, well, the kinds, there's like this, this primordial version of like a coyote. Yeah, the armadillo thing. dog. Armadillo coyote that, that then would later split off. But yeah, they, they, it was a much simpler world with yeah. simpler things. Though. And they, and also, I mean, that's something that comes up later is when Tubal Cain's on the Ark and starts killing. He's like, well, well, there goes that species, I guess. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. <laughs> no, none of those now. Right. All the, all the fake animals and even that robotic little dog thing, it was all built in... Uh, did you watch the behind the scenes? It was all yeah. built in like three months' time. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yeah. Because Aronofsky is not... Uh, Return calls properly. Right. He gave, he, <laughs> he didn't give that guy enough time at all. Yeah. He basically according according to you know the the, the guy who who built the uh, because most of the most of the creatures are are digital but a lot of the uh, like there was a little bit of animatronics in the in the uh, the hound there and uh, certainly they they built physically built a lot of the sleeping animals so they wouldn't have to do them digitally you know if they're sleeping it's just yeah. set dressing um, but yeah he was like yeah Aronofsky. Uh, came and talked to me he told me he was doing Noah. sounded really exciting we did a lot of talking then i didn't hear from him for a year then he called me and told me we were, we were shooting in three months <laughs> i thought like, it was like two weeks or something. well yeah he was like i need to be on set we're shooting in we're shooting next week and he was like uh, i'm in the middle of a move i'm in the middle of a movie because you didn't tell me we were doing it did right Aronofsky now you think that the guy was making that the whole time i no, he just he just was like it doesn't Aaron- make any sense because that would be a producer's job to do that yeah. kind of Aaron- stuff. In Aronofsky's mind, it, it, the, the way the guy made it sound, it's like, Aronofsky's like, well, I've been thinking about nothing but Noah this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what you've been doing. I just assumed we were on the same page here. The only thing um, that really bothered me about this film was when I could tell they switched to digital instead of film. Because of, what is that, 360 shutter speed or something? I don't think they did. I think they were on film. No, they for, used they used both cameras, didn't they? I they thought. may well, they may have for the 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 rain battle, which I I, I mean I'll look that up right now, but um, they may have for the rain battle because that was that was shot in very that was shot at night that was shot in very low light, so right. they would have had to. Well, I noticed it. I noticed like it on that. the theater more because it's like a giant. Fucking yeah, screen. I didn't actually notice it when I rewatched the movie. But the like, yeah, oh, at home you can't tell the difference. Yeah, because yeah, you can't see it. <laughs> I don't like the look of this movie at all. I'll just say it. Really? I think it looks like shit constantly, and I don't think the effects ever work. Sorry. Said, I said it. Wow. It's over. The sentence is out. I think the animation on the angels is really cool and inspired, and I think where they were going with it was awesome. I don't think they got there. It looks like varying shades of cartoon to me. Uh, what, and it's what just look crazy you, fucking dark, the whole movie. What look would you have wanted? Well, uh, this is going in the same direction. It's, 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 you know. That's almost the point. My I thing think. with the CG is they just didn't have enough time, I guess, or versions. Uh, they just don't. They just didn't get there for me. But the actual, like, the look and the, 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 like, dropping a textured picture of paper over, set to overlay mode, shots of, like, the snake going through the grass and shit like that, it just looks very cheesy and history channel to me. It Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's clearly going for the stylized, like, look, this is all mythology. This is the legend. This is the whatever. It, it's, right. It's, it's harkening back to, it's sometimes. Harkening, it's harkening back to what you're familiar with, I think. Again, I'm not familiar I, with any of these Bible movies. Like, I don't know what the context you guys are bringing to it is. 
Like I, this is exactly the movie I expected it's the, it to be. It's the, it's the it's it's the kind of see. Sometimes it's photoreal and sometimes it's very stylized because it, yeah, it's it, all it the keeps, place. keeps coming back to this to this motif of this is our creation myth of this society right. you know, of this of this of this society. And that again, that's one of the things that I think is so great. You know that I I didn't think of until I saw it. And as soon as I saw this movie, I was like, oh, of course. It's just take away all the reverence and just go okay. Right. We're handing you this is the creation myth of the Trobrian Islanders. Make this into a compelling movie. You right. know, I just go, okay, so I get it. There's a whole thing and it's all about this original sin and they're all hung up on this original sin concept. So we'll make that our central motif. And right. it's all about, well now humans are too sinful and okay, but this guy is gonna be the one who's gonna decide what lives and what dies because he's being told by their by their sky creator and uh, okay, well that's gonna mess with your head, right? You know, okay, great. So we'll make it about that. So the idea of, of taking all that. So, you know, some of, it, some of it is stylized and some of it is maybe just not good visual effects. I mean, I, I was okay with the visual effects. Like, it's even more the grade. It's, right. more, it's more the grade than even the VFX, yeah. though. It's very okay, color fair. correction yeah. gradients added in post sort of look to it that just they, looks cheap to me. They did, they did shoot part of this. Uh, I don't know what part, but probably the ones you're talking about uh, on Alexa. And, yeah. and now that you mention it, like I said, I didn't notice it the other night, but now that you mentioned it, I do remember noticing it in the theater um, you know. a good bit. You don't like that shot, Teague? That's beautiful. That's Well, that's Aronofsky. That's, yeah, it's just, occasionally that's Aronofsky, a shot that could have been in the fountain. And we'll it's just up. this side of stylized. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. kind of no, real, is, but not quite. Yeah. But that's, it's I'll allow this, going for that. because this looks like a very specific idea done well, and it's a weird idea, but it's done well. A lot of the time, this movie looks like a very generic idea done poorly. Uh, wow. It's just... I don't agree It's with ugly. That it's just an ugly movie. Uh, I, I, it's, well, it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be pretty. Yeah, I wasn't bothered by yeah, that. Yeah, but Gladiator's not supposed to be pretty either, like, and I like the way Gladiator yeah. looks. There's just a lot of you, weird lensing in this. You There's a lot of like really wide-angle lenses. You said it looks dark? Well, there are not some It's moment, dark a lot. But there are parts of yeah. this movie where like, I when can't that, make my the, TV bright enough to of see them. The inside of the arc is pretty dark. I will yeah. grant you that. Yeah, No, it's just... I mean, like this is fine. It comes and goes, but like this is about what I expect. It's a little you know generic but whatever but then sometimes it gets really like hyper stylized in the lighting and then hyper stylized in the color correction on the lighting and everything gets flattened together with like this weird overlaid grit thing and it just looks kind of it looks a little thrown together for the most well for the most part it's not stylized for the most part they shot on location with no lights and that's they got what they got and And they were shooting the color correction like they were and they were shooting in iceland to, to you know, right? They were having weather. They were having weather issues. Yeah, like crazy. constant weather issues. Yeah, whenever, basically, here's what it is. Basically, yeah, we just switched. It was fine for me then. Now it's not. It's basically whenever they try to do atmospherics. Uh, when That's it's all wh- digital, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, and spe- yeah, yeah. I mean, the, probably the front of it. It's probably in any case. It's when they, when they're shooting real shit. I like that look. It's when they at, basically they're fake skies. Screw me the whole time. It's I get this weird fake non image zone in my head, and I can't ever shake it. Well, uh, I guess it have, just you seen, all, have you watched the behind the scenes like, at all? Artificially blurred and stuff. Because no, they, I they, they were wrestling with the sky a lot, and so it had to be artificial. It's well, like, no, I don't doubt that. It's just no, the lighting. The, the lighting was troublesome, a, it, but the sky was being replaced. That's a bad comp. It. That sky is too dark. That's a bad comp. Is my problem with it? Like that should be blown out. I don't think the VFX artists made that call. I think Aronofsky wanted this look. It's just a look that doesn't look real to me at all, and it's just constantly kind of, you know, poking me. Like, see how not real this looks all the time. With the dark skies, but even though it's so bright that it looks like daytime, wow. but the skies are so dark that nothing, it doesn't. I don't think nothing like that jumped out at me. No, at it's, all. it's yeah, perfectly I, fine. I have to skies. say, I wasn't bothered by that. I and, they're and, overcast. They're overcast skies. You could you could easily right get get both. And also the fact that I mean, again, it, to me, it went back to the 
This you, is a you know, this is a fantasy. Yeah. This is this weird alternate reality world. It's like you know, it's 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 not quite as stylized as Sin City, but it might as well be. You know that right. this is this is like a, a fantasy movie about this alternate universe that we live in the culture that <clears throat> thinks you know that uses it as its creation myth. Right. There, but that's all it really is. There it's was a fantasy movie. There it's was sword a sword and sorcery film. There yeah. was a. Um, a I think I love the the fact that this that all looks fine. It's post-industrial. Yeah. It's this yeah. all looks exactly fine to me. It's when this guy's in the shot that must be what I'm queuing in on. Yep, it's this guy. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I think it's fine. It's subjective, but yeah. like I said, oh. you know, I I hate Rocket Raccoon, but I'm, I'm the subjective. one in two million people that does mm-hmm. because I, I'm, yeah. I'm a little too close to it. But the the um, that I can buy into a little bit more than the sky being a problem <laughs> for the film. Well, he, if he doesn't like the spent sky, spent the last but... ten years being paid to do VFX, and I think the sky looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like you would you would go. I think the sky you looks would, like they just tried it's to it's they dropped it's an like, image just of as, clouds just on with me and Rocket Raccoon. It, when the director finaled the shot of Rocket Raccoon that made it into the movie, had I been there, I would have gone. No, this is not done yet. Yeah, you don't exactly. final this. It just looks. <laughs> this this the, doesn't the, work yet. The sky looks very took pictures of clouds, set them to multiply over the sky to me. It just doesn't work. The the, the it's a most of the well, most of the clouds are probably real. It's the stars that they added. Yeah, the oh, stars right. and the nah. galaxies up there and all that. I mean, maybe definitely. The, obviously, the stars are fake. I think the clouds are fake. But right around here, for me, just you know, first time experiencing, it, I was like, I no, I, that looks perfectly like that something was fine. You could that shoot. shot was fine. Yeah, that looked, that like looked a natural well, sky. Anyway. Okay, we've established that. Yeah, we have. Issues <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's uh, right around here is where I was going. I th- I think I. I think I, I might I might love this movie. Yeah, because it was like <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like this is holy shit! They took the story of Noah and they made a, a movie out of it somehow. That is this is amazing. Well, well it answers the question right away because it's like a lot of people were asking, how do you do a two hour movie about Noah? I mean, he just gets on the boat, right? Yeah, he builds the boat and God sends the animals and then they fly and then they land. Like, well, yeah, that's the thing. Most movies, that's, that's what they do, yeah. and uh, that's why those movies suck. That shot looked fake to me. Yeah, that, these, yeah well, this, the, this this is not so good. <laughs> that dark. The forbidden zone was once a paradise until man. The stuff you're seeing right now that looks like shit, and you're like, that looks like the whole movie looks like that. You just don't notice it in some shots. I don't know why. No, I was we were reacting to kind of the blasted lands. Those were yeah, there was these are fine now. Rocky comp there. Some of these landscape shots, hey, no, they're not perfect comps. Sometimes that was just a thing where the sky is always too dark. No, we were reacting to the sky. Down, down. I love the watchers. I love first. First of all, people like oh, there's you know. That's that's not in the Bible. It's like, well, the rain. <laughs> How do you know it's like not that? in the Bible? There's some weird shit in no, the Bible. No, actually, no. What's his name? Aronofsky defends that. He goes, there's actually mentions of giants in yeah. the Bible. Yeah. So it, they happen to take it in a strange direction, but that's like the third. No, don't. You're looking way too far down. It's right near the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the whole about your giants. Yeah. The um and and. As soon as I saw this, Whoa, there yeah. were giants in the earth those days, and yeah. also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men. Yeah, yeah. Tell there, me more about the, the giants. The first one says giants. The other two say Nephilim. I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. King James says there were giants in the earth in those yeah. days. New International says the Nephilim were on the earth in those days, yeah. and also afterward. And then the American one says, "Holy shit, there's giants!" Yeah, yeah. And that's why, again, as as soon as this started to happen, because I was like, "Okay, wow, did not yeah. see that coming." <laughs> that's interesting. Um, and then I was like, when they, you know, the next plot point reveals, I was like, holy shit, they've actually... I really love the way the movie actually addresses all of the things that we all go, this story of Noah doesn't make any damn sense. Yeah. And, and this movie actually says, no, here's... It all happened because the Sky God wanted it to happen. This is all the Sky God just playing with his action figures in the sand and going, I'm going to make him do crazy shit and let's see if they do it for me. That's, that's what the, the story is. 
but that also is justifies as like I'm the sky god. Okay, here's where you need someone to help you build the giant ark. You know, so so I'll have my giant rock transformers. Right. We'll do it for right. you, and I'll make water come out. And now here's the here's the trees, and I'll send the animals to you, and then you put them to sleep. I was like, that's genius. <laughs> so again, right. the idea of of taking the Bible story that we all love to poke fo- poke holes in because it doesn't make any sense, and kind of saying, well, if you had the sky god on your side. And he wanted you to do this thing. How would you pull it off? He would yeah. systematically go, look, I need you to do the heavy lifting for me, but okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll take care of the animals. <laughs> yeah. I got your back on that. And I'm going to show you how to make them go to sleep. And I'm going to send see- you my rock transformers to help you build the really giant ark. Did you guys see uh, the Colbert Report when they showed montages of Fox News and all the uh, Republican news channels? Yeah. Um, of how people were against this movie. And they're like, well, I remember the, you know, the pretty pictures and... And how, how nice it was. What's this new Noah? What? what yeah, exactly. Understand. Well, that's what I was saying at the beginning. And and Aronofsky's going, yeah, that version is insane. Yeah. You can't. How how have we gotten away with telling that version to children <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not addressing? Because it all it glosses well, over the fact that he de- he is deliberate. The whole point of this is to murder all the humans. Yeah, right. that is the point of the story. That's not like collateral damage. Yeah. That's what he's doing. And that's and that's my point. Is like that's also the plot of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and we spend the entire movie trying to stop that from happening. <laughs> yeah, in this movie, the bad guy wins because yeah. this, the bad guy is telling this story, yeah. so he's a good guy. Well, this film also shows you just how how far gone the human population yeah. is, like, and how dark it is. Because yeah. the other the other versions of Noah don't seem to be that. They way. They were having sex. Usually, is what the other ones. Yeah. They have sex over there. Well, Noah's got kids. Where they come from? Yeah. That well, that's, the, that's where. Whereas the in this movie, it's just it's Ray Winston. No, that's, that's, it's like, ah, oh god, that's kill him. Yeah. Fuck, that guy is so scary. <laughs> that's where the Nephilim come in. the The big problem is they were having sex with fallen angels, and that's when God was like, "Nope, we're yeah. done here." It's yeah. clearly past the yeah. <laughs> beyond the pale. <laughs> that is right out. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't really get into that. In fact, the 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 watchers, the Nephilim, are kind of recast as being you know they're they're fallen, but because they wanted to help, and so they they you know they they're able to redeem themselves by by joining in with you know the the plan to kind of rescue creation. They 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 valued humans more than creation, and so um, that that was their loss and then when they learn to revalue creation so um it's a, it's an interestingly environmental movie yes. certainly it's like yes because because it certainly had that mess and and obviously you know fox news and them latched onto it as well and it, it's definitely right out there where it's like okay even if we take away the sky god we still got the bit where if we destroy the world it will come back and destroy us <laughs> like we should think about that we should maybe not do that we should maybe respect the fact that that we need we need the world to behave properly, so we should behave properly towards it, or else we will be destroyed. My favorite shot in the movie, um, which is obviously obviously not going to come up for a while, but this me. is my favorite the the birth of the, the yeah, this watcher. is my favorite shot oh, in the movie. They too. actually yeah. used ballet dancers to sort out the mocap for yeah. this stuff. You knew that, right? Well, for they they te- tested with some of them. Yeah, they were they were that, doing that. like that yeah. right there. They show you side by side in the behind the scenes mm. that it was a ballet dancer doing all that yeah. that motion right there. Because Aronofsky was super specific about what he wanted, as he always is. Yeah, yeah, I'm not but surprised. It, that was beautiful stuff. But uh, my favorite shot was when they back out during the whole storm. It's oh, a sure. live action movie, yeah. and you see the Earth, and it's just all the yeah. fucking eyes of the storm yeah. Yeah. everywhere. That I'm like, nice. that's so fucking cool. Oh, I like this. But this oh is, yeah, the this sword is, coming down. This yeah, that's straight up last Airbender. Some some fire and stuff, you know. 
That's, now tell me this isn't Lord of the Rings. I'm yeah. like, of course, that's how you do it. You do a Lord of the Rings Bible. Yeah. Bam. Oh, man. The now, Blasted Lands. Now, how do they do fire. that? Is that digital? Oh, yeah. yeah. Fully digital fire. It's, they're good at it. That now, happened. Right? That happened. <laughs> that happened. But that happened so fast. It took me a second to realize how cool it was. Yeah. Because it just kind of blows by. Any other movie, it's going to be slow motion or something or be emphasized more. But yeah. he just. You know, just he just slams right it in, and yeah. that's that's what happened. He did that, and this landscape is the result. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how that happened. So that's these guys like, yeah. And then your granddad came along and went, boom, that was done. And he took care of that shit, sorted that right out. Yeah, this is not the now, here's, best green screen. Composite. Here's an interesting thing: is I was thinking his, that too. His line here, um, he says, uh, yeah, talking about Adam. He says, "The man I knew, the man I came to help." I distinctly remember. In the theater, that line was the man I came to love. Hmm. So it's interesting that they changed it. I think I think help actually makes more sense thematically for love, love for the, the opens a creepy door. That you know, what is that, he saying? That's probably it. It's like what? I, I, Wait, no. what are you saying, Aronofsky? We hate you already. Yeah. Wait a second. You're saying biblical characters love? Get out yeah. of here. Um, wait, wait, that's a man rock monster. Yeah. You can't love Adam. Yeah, if it were a woman rock monster. There is a, okay. there's one line that uh, Jennifer Connelly has uh, toward the end that made me kind of go, woo, that uh, with kind of kind of again glossing over one of the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, with the you, babies, you know, yes, you yeah. exactly, well, yes. Well, 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 I'm so glad you caught it too. Yeah, well, because because there's a whole thing, you know, like, is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ha- so they're the only ones who survived, right? So mm, yeah. Wh- what exactly is the plan here? And and Ham has been saying, you know, he's like, I need a wife. You know, you got to get me a girl to go on the boat with me. And and Noah specifically says, God sends, you know, or the Creator. They say God a couple times, but it's mainly they say the Creator. Uh, the Creator has sent us everything that we need. And so so they get on the ship. There are two two boys with no with no wives or anything to to repopulate the earth, and then there are two girls born, and and uh, Namea says the creator has sent us what we need, <laughs> and I'm like, and she Ooh. that's what she means, yeah, she totally that is means what it too. she means. <laughs> so yeah, and they gloss over and and as the Bible does, it's like. Fifty years later, yeah, uh, the Tower of Babel. Yeah, and it, it's always been it's the same thing with um you know even the even the story of of Adam and Eve it's like Adam and Eve the first and, man and, and woman and Cain knew his wife yeah Wait, and, hold up yeah. hold up back up <laughs> what happened there yeah and then and then through Seth and his wife and it's like excuse me yeah hang on what <laughs> sorry what Wait, where'd that woman come from yeah the creator provides. how do you guys feel about um Anthony Hopkins in this film. It's kind of like inevitable. It's like you know, <laughs> no, just like who I, else would it it's, have been? It's always, it's always like it's Anthony Hopkins in Noah. It's Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, in no, everything. but I actually I love the way he's doing Methuselah here. I love the fact that he's coming up and he's not doing the and and as being like old, he's being like Empire Yoda. Yeah, it's always exactly totally in the Yoda as role. written as written in in uh you know as written in the script. He was he was much more the kind of Obi Wan. He's like welcome. Yes, this creator has sent you. Have yeah. the tea, for Chris. The yeah. But now he's like <laughs> yeah, but, but now. <laughs> Like, I will, yes. You know, he's he's nine. He is nine hundred years old. He yeah. is the Yoda, literally in in yeah. this uh, mythology, and he's he's just a funny old grandpa who occasionally does scary things like this. As he's yeah. like, oh, you should sleep now. Bang. Oh, you. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess we should have some kids. Bang. <laughs> like, and again, it's like if you if he's you, a wizard, it's awesome. That's, I know. That's and again with this kind of stuff. I was like, God, I just. The sheer and they don't explain it. Yeah, well, the, the sheer simple genius of just going. Look, 
It's like any other sword and sandal story. It's like yeah. it's, it's a Conan movie. Just think of it as a Conan movie. We're gonna go up the mountain. We're gonna see the old guy. Of course, he can put you to sleep with a touch. Of course, he knows things because <laughs> they always do. And and right. you know, suddenly it's like the, the the Bible makes sense to me for the first time. <laughs> you finally framed it in a in a format that I can understand. Right. It's like it's like a Conan movie, except Conan has to save all the animals. I get it. This is fantastic. What was interesting about watching the behind the scenes was how little time uh, Aronofsky got to have with his actors and how good it came out still despite that. Because if you watch how he, him talking to the other crew members, it's like he spends all this time and all this money prepping this film for years and he gets 10 minutes to spend with but, the actor. But that's yeah. just movies. That's, that's, just, that's that exactly is just, how it is. That is just yeah. movies. They but didn't workshop like, it? No. Like rehearsals or anything? That's, that's they might have a little bit. You do, but, sometimes you don't. But it's sometimes, you know, it's... It's, it's weird it, if it's like it's like you know pet project. Well, no, but it's... I mean, it's the kind of thing where... Uh, you know when when we were doing the um, I I got my my first look at like real the the way they really do these recording sessions when we did RVD two and we did the the soundtrack and we got to do it with like a pro orchestra and it's like and and I got to go through the process and they're like no we we don't send them the music ahead of time that's yeah, insulting they, they if you do that they show up and they sight read it and that's why you get those guys yeah because they can show up and do it so you do you prep for like three months because you can only afford those three hours in the studio so you get the guys who can nail it in three hours seeing it for the first time and that's kind of what you know a big movie like this is it's like that's why you got anthony hopkins to play that role because he could show up (laughs) and just do it anthony hopkins isn't like practicing his lines in front of the mirror yeah at home exactly (laughs) actually he is uh he's known for that Oh, um, <laughs> darn. Yeah, it's well, yeah, I just needed a joke this, person. This, 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 is no, the fun yeah. of, this is the fun of being a director is, you know, I've got this guy who likes to improvise and I've got this guy who isn't good until take 20 and I've got this guy who only can be, you know, sober for two takes and I've got a big scene with the three of them. Well, yeah. welcome to the world of being a director of, of big budget movies. Um, and and it's so different. I mean, you know, not yeah. all, some directors really, really, really love rehearsal and some actors really, really love rehearsal and some directors don't do any rehearsal at all and some actors don't want to rehearse because they'll lose the freshness. And, and again, you just got to figure all that out. Soderbergh doesn't rehearse, uh, for yeah. example. Soderbergh, uh, his prep with actors is he tries to get everybody together the night before they start shooting and have a big uh, dinner and drink lots of wine. So everyone just gets comfortable with one another. Mm. That's his prep with the actors. Oh, that's a good what idea. Was, what, was the, what was the movie I, re- I recall? It might have been Silence of the Lambs, but I recall it being a, and I think it was Anthony Hopkins that this story was about. I recall it being a, a movie that you would think a, an, a big actor like that would be like, whatever, I'm just you know doing that for the weekend or whatever. Yeah. But he, t- he takes everything seriously. And I remember... There was the story from the director, like Hopkins was calling him constantly being like, hey, so this this scene, like what's going on in this scene? And even the director was like, you were taking this movie. What yeah. did you seriously And that's, like, and that's what I've heard about Hopkins, too, is Hopkins, Hopkins does. Like that, I've heard that anecdote about the director was Hitchcock. Yeah. It might have been. But so, it been, so, no, so, so it wouldn't have been, so it wouldn't have been Anthony Hopkins, but I've heard... Somebody else. So I've heard an anecdote where Hitchcock was like that about an actor. No, 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 no. Well, Kubrick was like that about The Shining. Kubrick, yes. that's what I was thinking of. Kubrick, was like Kubrick that would call King and go, what do you think about this? And King yeah. would go, I have no idea. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. And it was like, Kubrick would go, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I'll write it. But I know but I know Hopkins was was playing some some project in some, like, you would think some pulpy film, but he took it like he was doing Shakespeare. Yeah. And he'd be like, what's what's the motivation in this scene? Is it this? And they'd be like, Tony, relax. That's I was getting at is, is that's 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 what Hopkins is known for. Is yeah. that Hopkins will sit there with this, you know, when he's not on, he's sitting on the corner with the script, just going, just grinding through mm-hmm. it, just because he just has to have the script down, and he, he's he's the, the, he's the script supervisor. He's he actually, yeah, exactly. He's, he's keeping continuity. He's for you. done his own prep, regardless of what you want him to do or how you want to deal with him. He, Anthony Hopkins, specifically, supposedly comes to the set having ex- exhaustively. 
committed to the text and and prepped and you know so even if you didn't give him any direction at all he probably would do okay because <laughs> he's kind of capable of that um so you know again it's back to the greater point it's like it's totally up in the i mean how russell crowe likes to do it i don't know how russell crowe likes to do it i mean he probably has a way he likes to do it and jennifer Connelly has the way she likes to do it and, i'll just throw and, his phone at you yeah, yeah exactly he'll throw a phone <laughs> It's like, uh, Russell, I thought you might stand over there. Or oh, here's good, here's good, here's good. Put the phone down. Here's good. I, li- I liked him in this. I liked him in this a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. What I, I, I yeah. <laughs> what I love. What I love is where this totally went because it. 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 I love that Aronofsky addressed something that's always kind of, always kind of bothered me about the story, which is that, and and we were talking about this a little beforehand. It's like. As, as the story is told in the Bible, God comes in and he goes, men are wicked. There's nothing you can do about them being wicked. I just got to wipe them out. But I'm going to save this one family to start over. And then and then when everything starts over, he goes, well, men are wicked and I've just got to learn to live with that. And it's like, hey, wait. Oh, why didn't you? Would have been better if you came up with that yesterday. Yeah, before the genocide. Right. But... But the but the fact that you it's know, it's like if Hitler like met a Jew after the Holocaust, yeah. he's like, you know what? <laughs> I like those guys. I'm kind of sorry we yeah, actually you know, did all that. Now. I'm not going to kill anymore. But the but the weird uh, in Argentina, the the weird idea of like this particular, fa- you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill all the humans except this one family that's going to start over. Uh, so why? And then why Hermione convinces God that, like, oh, no, you know what though? People. But then but then the idea of of Noah taking it to the logical extreme going wait why would he kill everyone and then want to start over he no we're, yeah. we're supposed to just stop we're supposed yeah. to stop end with us we it was for the animals that he they still needed us he would have used robots if that were a thing but there weren't so yeah. he he had to use <laughs> us and and then we have to be the end of it like you totally see where it's like I see where Noah's coming from on this. That makes the most yeah. sense, frankly, given the information in front of him. That's the thing. That's that that goes to me to the greater picture of you know why people like the the fairy tale Sunday school Noah story and don't like this one because the fairy tale no, no, Noah story has built into it the assumption like we of course are here. Because we're the ones that God thought everyone, because we're descended from those few people yeah. that were like the nice ones. Boy, when people were wicked before in those times, they were so wicked in a way that's always very diffuse and not defined. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like, I just, I remember my, my brief and minor Sunday school indoctrination, you know, thinking like, those wicked people. I'm trying to picture in my mind, like what 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 were they doing that was so wicked, yeah. you know? And I didn't have like any frame of reference as like right. a seven year right. old to be like, what 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 were they doing? It's an entire world of people who cut in line at the bank. Yeah, exactly, who have sex with donkeys daily, or what? You know, what do they do over there? That was so wicked. But there's that implication of, but just because we're here telling the story now means we're the good people because obviously we weren't born from the yeah. wicked people. We all come from the good people. But that not that good because Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So we, still need yeah. To be we still had some problems. Well, I mean, I was going to wait till the end of the movie, but I guess if we can touch on it now, just to sort of... Inst- well, first of all, this is cool. Yeah. It's great. great. I love... Great I, sim. I will say I love the... the um, also the animation of the watchers they did first of all the watchers alone we talk about you know oh all these blockbusters are are all the same they don't make movies like they used to anymore i'm like this movie is completely off the yeah, wall and this I movie love is it. not like any movie that they ever <laughs> yeah. made what were you gonna say about waiting till the end but of the movie? I, I was i was just gonna say real quick that i like the way they deliberately kind of had a herky-jerky motion to the watchers they and feel it, like they were almost stop motion yeah, yeah. and and they they actually went pretty much all the way stop motion and then went eh and dialed it back. I wish they'd stuck with fully stop motion. Like, <laughs> make it a Harryhausen film. Just do it. The idea but. that, and, and with other things, it's like, if you want to sort of say, welcome to this alternate reality, that, yeah, the, the, 
the watchers are you know they're not of this earth in yeah. in any t- any sense of the term that yeah if you can find a way to make them be like you know those things don't exist anymore whatever yeah. that is they're not from here yeah um, well, and they you know they split the difference and i'm sure i'm sure i would imagine there were probably endless debates and like well there's this version where we animate them on twos and there's this version where we turn off the motion blur entirely and there's this version where we do this yeah. um I mean, we did. We even in Tippett Studio, we had things like that with uh, when we do mechanical creatures and, and robotic creatures. Where we do. Hey, wait, Aronofsky's going to show up for work. There he is. Yep. I hey! love and this. Uh, I, I love boom. this version of a time lapse to show because the next time we come back, it's been ten years and they've been building yeah. the ark. So it's amazing, and he does Brilliant. it again to show the entire evolution of of life. Yeah, and then oh. skips. I, I like that. I like that he you know throws a bone to the creationist where he skips the part where the monkey turns yeah. into humans, so you can leave, you know take uh, take what you want from that part. No. But uh, but this is again as I saw this I was like holy shit you know it's like in a way that no Sunday school teacher ever did you've made this understandably plausible how this (laughs) all happened it's like the idea of yeah you know leaving out the okay specifically what did the sky god do to make Noah able to do this he did the following things (laughs) you know and it's like oh okay so yeah there's the eternal spring and that's yeah and it spreads and it grows the forest and he can build the thing, and there's the rock monsters that are helping. It's like, my God, this is, the story of Noah makes sense for right. the first time ever. When I, when I, I for, go ahead, sorry. No, well, I, I was just going to say, they were very, a lot of people were stunned by the, the Watchers because, sensibly, the trailers do give you no clue that yeah. they're in it, much less in like 80% of the first half. Yeah, the, the, they're a thing where you need to have the context yeah. of the rock monsters. Yeah, you can't just show that in the trailer. We know, we know how this like, looks. What the yeah. hell? We know how this looks. Yeah. Okay, calm down. This is, their, this is their enterprise well, this shot, is, by the way. This is an example, just like uh, we were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy earlier, just like uh, other examples we can talk about. This is why you shouldn't be slave, slavish to canon. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like you, you have to let go of canon a little yeah. bit to make your movie work. You, you were going to say when you first saw this, Something. Oh no! That's just the stream that you were no. talking about earlier. The water going down. I was like, "Why is this shot going on for so long? What is the point of this shot?" And then he shows you the birds, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm an idiot!" Like yeah. he totally knew where he. Yeah. Every time I questioned him, he showed me. Do not me question he, Aronofsky. Yeah, he showed he me. Knows. He knew what he was doing. He had a point. Like everything yeah. that happens in the movie has a point. Yeah. Like even this, it's like every every single thing that pops up where I had a question, he answered it. Except the only one that he didn't answer was the snake skin. Like, no, I, he did actually. He, did. I, I rewatching it. It make it's it's a little weird because the serpent is is so tied in in the mythology, especially if you're kind of soaked in it. Um, the well, serpent one, is tied at in. one point in the like animation or Edeny parts. You see the snake come out of his old. Yes, skin. that's the that's the whole thing. It's like the idea of the relationship of serpents with with the betrayal makes the snake skin weird, but it. The, what they're trying to do there is is that's the choice. Like, there's the old skin, there's the nice green skin, and then this, the snake leaves that behind no, right. and becomes temptation. And so Adam picks up the old skin as a, as a symbol of he he stayed on on you know the side of not falling for temptation, even though he did. That's the story, but whatever. Um, and and you know Eve followed. Right. He stayed with that that snake. He stayed with the skin. The the memory and the hope of of better and and she was led into temptation. No, right. I got that from you know extra research outside right. of the film, not from what the film was saying to me. Right. It it it's not clear the first time. I was confused the first time. I I think it is in there, but it could be clearer. Right. Certainly. What were you going to say for the end of the movie? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a cool sim. Um Oh yeah. What I was going to say is the following. I don't buy the last third of the movie 
in terms of the emotional interplay and the stakes because God is real. Yes. In this movie, there's like, there's, you can make this exact same movie. Well, you'd make a different movie, but you could tell the story in a way where it's ambiguous if God is real. Maybe Noah's just this weird guy who had a dream and he started building a boat and everyone's like, okay, Noah, what the fuck? Right. Well, okay, that's man. the, well, that's the they, obsession version. But then right. yeah, this, this, right. this movie obviously says, no, this is real. So right. Go ahead. So if this is real, there's nobody should be surprised at all by Noah's actions at the end of this movie. That he's going to kill the babies is like, if God didn't exist, that's psychotic behavior, dude. You sure, you're taking this way too far. Everyone knows that God is real, and what God is doing is getting all the humans off the earth. Why are you surprised that they, that's what he's committed to? He spent the last well, 10 years no, making this boat with you. I think there's the logic of that, and it's the logic of... of the, that they're all mad at him, where he's like, you're going to kill the babies. Anyways, like, like, fucking, why'd you have no. the babies? The movie, seem, the movie seems to give two, two outs for that. One is, again, only Noah... It's only Noah's word that this is what I think he wants us to do. Obviously, God wants to grow trees, and he wants animals to sleep in a wooden box, but, and he wants to kill a lot of people, but it's like, but he's God. He could have said, fuck it, I'm just going to do that. He could have done it in a yeah. thousand ways. Why is he doing it like this? Why are we the ones to be alive yeah. when everyone else is dead? And, and Noah is the one who's saying, I think, I know, I think I'm, tri- I, I've, I'm hip to his, yeah. uh, his yeah, thing. And also they have the, to go and, with him and, on but, that because no. he clearly is right. No, but again, no, no he's, he's not because, because... He's only guessing. The fact that... The very fact that she was barren and by a miracle, the same miracle that let them build the boat and told them this was coming, she is allowed to have children. It's like, why? Why would he do this? Why would he give me the power to have children if, they, if they're not did. supposed to keep going? But Methuselah, Methuselah is, doesn't want people to die either. No, Methuselah is... Exactly. Pow- Methuselah and nobody in this movie wants to... Die, no, Methuselah is but none of the, it's Methuselah is powered by God. <laughs> yeah, and and even if he's not, That's where again, he's it's like power. anything God doesn't want to happen shouldn't happen. But the, you have to ask the questions like, why did God not just? God could have made a box. God made trees grow, and He made rock. He could, he could just made the box appear. He could have just levitated the animals above the the, the flood and put them back down again. Yeah. What are we? What is our involvement here? And yeah. and that's the part that's ambiguous. Is <laughs> it's well, ambiguous when you try and pretend these are real stories yeah. too? But yeah. Dad thinks he's getting words from you know. So it's like I, I love. The, I kind of think it's kind of funny that the idea of. Yes, in a world where miracles happen right before your eyes, and therefore there is a sky creator. There's Predictively. Still, there's, well, but he there's, predicted the miracles, but, and then they happen. But there's still room for interpretation. It's Not like, exactly. yeah, but dad's, you know, we all saw the trees grow, but you're the only one who thinks God's talking to you. Yeah. And how do we, even, even that, there's still ambiguity there. Not to mention the... And he, very, says, he says himself, you know, a lot of times, he's like, I have a vision. It's like, what does the creator want? I don't know. Yeah. I got to go talk to Methuselah. Methuselah is like, what does he want? And it's like, I don't know. I, don't I came know. to talk to you. He's like, well, if he wanted us to really know, he would say, wouldn't he? Yeah. And, and, you know, there's that and the, the idea of it played against the very natural human reaction of a woman to go, but please don't knife the babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's bad. No, what I'm saying is yeah. it's, to- well, yeah, it's totally irresponsible and retarded behavior on her part at that moment. Mm. But bigger than that, having the babies. Having the babies Pretend, alone like, is pretending a like it's Noah's fault that now Noah's going to kill the babies when you know what we're trying to do here. But having why did you get pregnant? No, you she idiot. didn't. No, they didn't because it's not until it's not until they're already on the boat or or, or nearly on the boat that that Noah decides because he, he spent ten years saying we have been we have been charged with yeah. starting over. Yes, only we, towards this group of people that exists right now. Yes, yeah. well. 
you got to have babies to continue from there. And then, and then suddenly he makes a turn. He's like, no, actually, we're the end. We're all going to, we all have to die and there are going to be no more babies. And they were already, they, they, he decided that after they'd already had their miracle and got on the boat, they had no idea. So it's like they're, they're on the boat and they're like, we're, I wasn't supposed to be able to have babies. I literally thought that I could not have babies. I thought Methuselah just made it so my scar didn't hurt anymore and so I could get some. I didn't think <laughs> it was actually going to go anywhere. And the the fact that they have babies, you know, I think it's a personally perfectly reasonable thing to say to go, like you said, if he didn't want this, he could have stopped it. Uh, there's got to be something to the fact that we just had two babies yeah. into this world and I'm not supposed to be able to have any. Yeah. You know? And again, the the natural reaction of, okay, now you're being a little crazy. You don't know that he said this. You haven't had a vision. You haven't done any of that. Yeah. You're just kind of you're going. You're just guessing at yeah. this point. You're just guessing. You're just mad. You're just freaked out <laughs> by what you saw in the camp, you know? Because he does. He doesn't say, you know, God has shown me or anything like that. He goes into the camp, which, by the way, I think is brilliant. Aronofsky made a zombie movie and stuck it in, snuck it into <laughs> yeah. Noah. And then, and, and then he did an episode of Cosmos and snuck that yeah. in, too. So it's, he's having all of it. And then, and then he comes, Noah comes back and he goes, oh, he does have a little bit of a vision. He sees himself as one of the, the people in the, the thing. But did God send that vision? Was that just him kind of, kind of understanding? And he, and he decides, you know what? We're completely wicked, and what makes more sense is for us to just be completely wiped out. Um, but that's at that point, that's an interpretation question, and he turns out to be wrong. Yeah. As it as it turns out, what God is saying is, "I'm leaving that." God basically says, yeah. "I'm leaving that one up to you." I'm I'm completely like goes either way. Which, You're the one who can decide. Is there still goodness or is there not? And Noah ultimately, which is very much in keeping is. with, I mean, with with what little I know of of a lot of Christian theology. I mean, isn't there also a story of Abraham where it's like God goes, "I want you to kill your son," but I don't want to kill my son. Hey, I'm God, and that's the that's yeah. the deal. All right, I'll do it. I was ah, psych. I just wanted to see if you would. Totally I just wanted to see if yeah. you do it. Wow, dude. Okay, that was great though. But you're very faithful, and I admire that. But uh, you skipped over the worst part of that story. <laughs> he waited like 50 yeah. years to have that kid. Yeah, and then God's like, okay, now you have to kill. Okay, him. Okay, finally, I've been yeah. waiting for this day. So, but see, but, but, but uh, here's the interesting that, thing: the 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 people who were upset about Noah, they were like, yeah. no. Was gonna kill babies. I'm like, first of all, that's part of your story. Yeah. You were so proud of the one guy who was totally prepared yeah. to kill babies for God. <laughs> all the babies on the planet died, yeah. and that's the good part of the story. And then, but and people will come and they'll go. Well, the thing about Abraham was God ultimately came in and stopped him. And I, you know, so so, you know, he he never asked Abraham to actually kill his son. There's an even more fucked up version. <laughs> There's an even more fucked up story later in the Bible with a character named Japheth. Or, uh, yeah, Japheth. 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 Not Japheth. That's this kid. That's the, the kid. But Japheth, who is, has gone to war, and he, ba- he uh, you know, he prays to God and he, he basically says, if you will deliver, you know, this city into my hands, if you, if you give us a triumph, when I go home, I will sacrifice the first living thing I see. And oh, he goes yeah. oh yes, yes, yes. I know that's he goes a, home that's a and, nasty his, and his daughter is so excited to see him, she runs out of the house to greet him and he has to sacrifice her. And God doesn't stop it. So he does? He, he does it. That's fucked up. So, so, you get, 
So, so everybody, yeah, Susie, that's like, right. Ta- tell that one to your Sunday yeah. school class. I seem, it's weird that they don't tell yeah, that one very I often. I seem to recall that we generally tell those kinds of stories, not not biblical, but when we tell those kinds of stories, we pretend that character is the devil that made them do <laughs> yeah. that. And yet, <laughs> exactly. That's actually, a, fa- that's a you made a Faustian bargain with God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God goes. I never oh, heard that story. This is, no, oh, no, of course you didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then there's the one about. Bible? Then yeah. there's the one about some other famous. It's in Judges. I believe yeah some other Bible character where it's like they want to rape some girls but I'm not going to send out some girls or you're it's in, it's the, the in, angels uh, Sodom and Gomorrah yeah the guy is yeah. the guy is housing the angels Lot. and the mob wants to send out the angel those angels because we want to have sex with them and he goes well I got to protect the angels but you can have my daughters yeah. instead and and you know Bible yeah <laughs> rock on Bible and so, uh, and and recall that Lot was he yeah that's he was that's the righteous always, man that's Lot that's yeah, Lot that's the story Lot of Lot that. Yeah, that, and that's before they left Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that um, happened. <laughs> and 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 the other thing, you know, the the thing about, um, I think it was Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, uh, and a point that they make in in this uh, in the behind the scenes for this movie, uh, in terms of the Noah story, is that by comparison to, I believe, I believe it was Abraham. God basically, God and Abraham are, are like. Bros, like they they hang out and talk a lot, and God comes and he goes, Sodom and Gomorrah, freaking pissing me off. I'm gonna destroy them. And Abraham t- talks him down. He goes, <laughs> Abraham goes, hey, wait, check this out. Uh, if there any, and he goes, if there were 50 good people in that city, would you would you still destroy the city? And God goes, no, nah, I guess not. I guess that'd be fucked up. And how he goes, forty. How about how about forty? And and talks him down. And he goes, if I can find one decent guy in that city, will you spare the city? And God says yes. And it's like he he negotiates <laughs> and and succeeds. And and um, With the creator of the universe. Yeah, and he's yeah. very and he's very careful to kind of you know play to play to his ego. And he goes for for your glory, you know, to to show your mercy and. Stuff like yeah. that, and just plays with it that way. But they make the point. <laughs> That's like worm tongue talking to Sarah. Yeah. Like, my lord, perhaps yeah. if you would show them some mercy, they would love you all the more. Yeah, exactly. But but they make the point in the behind the scenes. So like, you read the story in Noah. He didn't even try. He was just yeah. like, okay, I'll go yeah. build the boat. Everybody's dead. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Check. Got it. Everyone's dead. Got to save the animals. Cool. How many animals? That's confusing. You told me two different things, but I'm going to go do that. <laughs> so, so my takeaway when they, when they added that element to this, which you know, I'm again, I'm not other than the fairy tale five yeah. five yeah. pages of cartoon drawings. I don't know any more about the story of Noah than the you know, and then the rainbow and the end and happy ending. So I was like, maybe that maybe that is part of the story if you really dig deep down into the full text or whatever it is, but. I certainly understood and thought it was great. Like, oh, okay, so this is a this is this is a thing that God does. Yeah, is like, okay, I'm going to give you a heinous. You thought building the ark was tough, but by the way, also it's a suicide mission, FYI. So how do you love me now? Yeah, let me see if you do that. And this the idea of and this movie I think kind of touches on that is that you know the the Bible and all these happy stories about how much God loves us are all told in the past tense you know as if as if it's like well it was always a given the patriots were going to win the super bowls like not until they won it yeah until that point it was up for grabs so this is like the real time version again it's like taking all that gloss of and it's a wonderful story and we all know that going in and going you know in, when you're in the thick of it going i hope we're doing what god wants yeah. because wow this is messed up. We're swinging for the fences yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. It's Shit. Like, so, um, yeah, because, okay, I mean, and the idea that 
as I, as I talk about here, certainly an idea that uh, I, I haven't heard expressed. You expressed it earlier, though, and I thought, well, that, that certainly puts a spin on the Bible that I think is more interesting. Is not less of the idea of God saying, I hate you, and you're bad, and so fuck all y'all, and fuck these things too, and get rid of that, and I'm going to kill everybody, but you are okay. The idea that God is someone years ago once referred to a Christian Back when I was in uh, junior high, you know, like when we had the Jesus freaks who would mm-hmm. accost you outside of school. Um, here in the street. Here are yeah. animal and shops, shops, by the way. Yeah, exactly. And I, asked, and I asked a question of them. I said, well, how come, if the Bible's literally true, how come, where are the miracles now? And, in, you know, they didn't have, even then I was a dick. And no. so they, and. Uh, <laughs> That's true, though. Although, I still think it's a fair question. Yes. But, um. He didn't have an answer, so we moved We on. are the miracles. Yeah, there you go. Look um, at the trees. Because he was trying to tell me about how God is active, and I said, Double you know, I, rainbow all the I, way I, I kind the of subscribe to the theory that if there still is a God or ever was, that clearly we're like a terrarium to him. Yeah. That he's, he's outside the glass, and he just he doesn't interfere. He just wants to know what's going to happen. Uh, so, so the idea of... Of this, you know, this this movie kind of gets into that. It's like God's kind of like, I will see what they do. No, I don't have a plan either way. <laughs> I can create anything I want. I'm the freaking creator of the universe. They I'm call just, me the creator. Let's yeah. see what these things do. I like the the, the ones that, the, with the two legs. They amuse me. I'm gonna okay. Here's the idea. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just take these here and these over here, and I'm gonna make it really wet. And let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, pouring look. Gatorade into his ant yeah, farm. Exactly, it's God's pouring Gatorade in the ant farm and seeing what happens. And and yeah, how do you how do you as you know one of the ants decide what the Gatorade kid wants? <laughs> you know, uh, we're kind of guessing here. We're kind of kind of fumbling our way through this. Is it all me, I is all it I know me? is when we do this, it's it's almost like a video game. All I know is when we yeah, do this, exactly. we seem to pass some kind of checkpoint, exactly. and another thing shows up. But if you go over here and raise your left hand, you die every time. So yeah. let's not do that anymore. This is Ray Winston, right? That's his name? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought he did such a fantastic job. He's great. He's Um, he's good and creepy. And it's fun to watch him. uh, He's been playing a piece of shit a lot lately. It's fun fun to watch him in the behind the scenes because he he basically says, and we've talked about this on the show, you know, your your villain should have a point. And he basically says, I think think given the information that he has in front (laughs) of him, he's making a perfectly logical argument. We just drop any sense of moral anything Tubal Cain is the Aragorn of this story right. <laughs> he's, he's the one to save his people he's the one who's like you are not wiping mankind off the face of the earth fuck that I'm not letting that happen not on my watch my friend so you know, again, Leia. he's got a, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so, but in the in the Bible, like Tubal Cain, he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. No, that's the, that's a that's yeah. an element of the story. Uh, that Anthony, he's not canon. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's, that's an well, element of the story that there was, was added the to, in the yeah. in the new Fifty Two Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going. I was, actually, was a woman. I was actually. <laughs> it was very controversial. I was actually at a comic. I'm not a comic book person at all. Um, I I was actually at a comic store last week. There's one right up the street from me. Um, I had to go buy something. I was looking for something specific, and and I went there, and I just I just have no frame of reference for the comic culture at all and I felt really bad because I walked in and the, and the very attractive young lady behind the counter was like oh so what do you normally read and I was like uh, nothing books. nothing <laughs> of any kind that you have in here although I did say actually I read more books but they had a book section and then she was very knowledgeable about the book so 
good job. Um, she was quite something. But uh, yeah, I'm just flipping through. I'm doing that thing that I've seen only seen happen in movies where there are bins of comics and you flip through them and look mm. at the covers of them. I'd never had that experience before. I was like, wow, this is like something people do in movies. And, and so it was all in sections. And one of the sections was... I, I, I think it was, I assume it was, it was Marvel. It must have been Marvel. Um, apparently, at some point in history, maybe they still have it. Maybe it was 30 years ago. There was a Marvel series called What If mm. or something like that, where it's like, okay, look, just, whatever crazy-ass idea that has nothing to do with canon, for one issue, <laughs> we'll just do that. And yeah. so every, every cover was like, just some of it was like hilariously funny. But I don't think intentionally so. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them that I saw was, what if the Avengers beat everybody? That was one of them. And it was a picture of the, all the Avengers at the time, whatever constitutes the group, sort of standing in the middle of the street, kind of looking around like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so nobody? We're done? We're over? You didn't pick this up? You didn't buy it? I, I would, why would I? Because well, first of all, it cost money because it was old or something like that, so... Uh, but, but just the the what if was my favorite because every comic felt like that. I was like, what if it's literally some of insane. The way, but the, the idea of trap. yeah, that this, there's sort of this is like playing it with the with the Bible. It's yeah. like, well, 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 but there had to have been if there were people to drown, there had to have been other people. Yeah, and they probably had a king of some kind, and he probably was not pleased about being drowned. And so it's a it's a natural progression to say, well, what if. Noah kind of had to square off against somebody who said, hey, we'd like to get on your boat, please. Right. That seems like a logical story point that the Bible doesn't seem to get into. Right. You, but must have been there. Did you notice that the little demon creature that runs by here looks just like Russell Crowe? A lot of them do. Are you being serious? Yeah. I didn't notice that the first time I saw the, the movie. Fir- well, at, the, at the very beginning, or, or at the very end of the scene, yeah, when it runs up and then it looks up at yeah. him and it's his face. That's the point. I got that that's the yeah. point. I just didn't realize oh, okay. that was his yeah. face. Yes. Until no, he was doing like an Empire Cave scene thing. Yeah. And he was, and that's, that's why he has this turn when he goes back and he says, we all have to die because we've all... There's, right. there's nothing oh, special about that. I didn't follow us. that at all. Is that what that's supposed to yeah. do? Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be the, the evil that's in them, he realizes it's in me, it's in, it's in you, it's in, it's in the kids. Right. Humans are evil. There is nothing we can do about it. We have to be extinguished, including us. Right. Yeah, yeah that's what I've been, I've been looking through the paper, through the text, <laughs> as it were. I printed it in red. The text. Oh, so, then it's all wow. coming from Jesus. He's yeah, I know. just telling it right no, to you. No, it's more because I ran out of black ink. But yeah, <laughs> Jesus. So and I'm trying to figure out... Zombie zombie movie right here. Yeah. This is literally the way you shoot a zombie movie <laughs> is, is the scene yeah. going on, including the thing getting torn, torn to shreds right here. Yeah, Just, nasty. Ugh. Yeah, so here's, here's the, the little creature that looks up, and it's him, and then it's a demon. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, see, I couldn't. I could, for some reason, I, I'm, it, mm. I didn't realize that was him the first time I saw it. I thought it was... Um, the guy who traces, tries to take the ring from Frodo at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the precious. What's his name? Sean Bean. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How is Sean Bean not in this movie? But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, Westeros is doomed. It's, it's interesting. I, I, I actually look at this as kind of, and this is totally something Aronofsky would See, do. He's showing that, that rock again. Yeah. Go ahead. No, well, I mean, the the rock is the, it's, is it's, the representative, it's representative of war and everything of like war and, and violence and, and selfishness. Yeah, 
It, I love that. Like, yeah. okay. Well, and, sp- and specifically, and specifically, Abel uh, Kane Kane slaying yeah. Abel, because right. um, that's that's really it's the, spoon feeding. Those are the people. Those are the because because those humans, the the ones he was looking at, those are the descendants of Cain. Right. You know. So so oh, that is okay. That Tubal is Cain. Tubal Cain. Yeah. So so they are they are the descendants and like of, Dean Cain. They're the they're the descendants of Cain, and so for for a while, his in his mind, what he was saying, the reason he was separating himself out was those are the descendants of Cain. They have to be wiped out. We're the descendants of Seth. We're okay. And then he realized what he's realizing right here is no, we're not okay because this goes this goes back before that. Yeah. This goes back to the this apple. is original sin. This we is all, everybody. We all have the original. We all bear right. original sin. And then there's the scene of it of it burning, and it's like. The world is burning, and God is going to send the water to put it out. Basically, right. is is kind of why that because it's not act, the place isn't actually on fire. That was kind of a little vision of his again. Um, so I didn't gather any of that, but that clears it up. Yeah. yeah. Either way, yeah, this is still, yeah. it still communicates its point. See, because yeah. because he went into town to get daughters to get daughters to get women, for his yeah. to get women for his boys, so they could continue the species. But he just saw like he's like oh they're skanks. He Yo, got a, no. He, he got a big face full of like no mankind is irredeemable, and that means us too. Yeah, that's the part I wasn't getting before. Yeah, is we're not supposed to reproduce any longer. Yeah, we're just the caretakers of the pure things and the animals. Yeah. But once that's done, we we go we we get phased out as well. I'm going interpreta- back to my I'm going back to my opening. I'm going that. back to my opening yeah. interpretation for the beginning of the podcast, which is God was like man. I don't know about these humans, but then he gave him man, a forest because he's know. a nice guy. Because God's a mensch, you guys. Yeah. God's a mensch. Man, he, he, built, he built a forest, and then Noah just <laughs> cut the goddamn miracle forest down yeah. and made a boat. At which point, God's like, "Oh fuck these people! <laughs> it's Noah's fault." Yes, it's clearly. not a boat, Daddy. Actually, it's a ship. Actually, no. They <laughs> you're right, very, darling. They very specifically talk about in in all the behind the scenes stuff. And and at first, I was like, "Do you know, the, but do you know then, what the distinction is between a boat and an ark?" I thought it was brilliant. Well, the ark is just a box. It's just supposed to float. Arc, arc literally means like box or crate or something. I think, um, but the, the, or the word you Trey, know, you the, made a show called Arc. You know what the distinction is? I did, is? but I tried to get the title changed from day yeah. one. I think no. it, I think it means I think it means just container. And so yeah. when they Arc of the Covenant, yeah. per se, exactly. And so when they when they went to build the Ark, they were they were like you know you you see the uh, the the image the. Sunday school image of the boat yeah. with the little house and the it's giraffes. Got that Viking prow on it yeah. for some reason. And the giraffes sticking their heads out. And then, then they went, they look at the Bible uh, and, and they, they tried to go with the measurements and they went, well, it doesn't say anything about a shape. It just says how far yeah. it is. And it just it gives, literally gives you like cubic dimensions. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, and they are cubic. Yeah. As far as we can tell, it's just a box. It's a big rectangle. It's just... It, and and they thought about it. They're like, it doesn't need to navigate because they don't expect to go yeah, anywhere. There's nowhere to go. So so they just made it as this box that's meant to just float and and withstand the storm. And and I think that was ultimately yeah, a God brilliant gave, choice. God basically gave them an, like an IKEA manual. Yeah, for it. yeah. And and there's a great. It's like 300 cubits uh, long. I got it. It's by, 15 cubits upward. Did waters prevail? Oh, that's the next one. Yeah, that's that's how high the water went. How big is a cubit? They figured it out, but it's like 300 cubits long, uh, 10 wide and 30 high or something like that. But um, the, yeah, when I, when I first saw it, it's, it's jarring because you go, that's not the arc. And then when you see it and when the, yeah. you hear them explain it, you're like, that's genius. And it's such a perfect iconic thing to look at and go, that is the arc. This yeah. is what we're doing. That's what the arc would be. All right, here we go. Make thee an arc. And this is Genesis 14, yeah. or 614. Make thee an arc of gopher wood. Rooms shalt thou make in the arc and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. 
Yeah, that's what you saw them doing. The tautologies, the God. The black yeah. tar. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, the breadth of it 50 cubits, and the height of it 30 cubits. Oh, 50, sorry. A window yeah, shalt thou dumb. make to the ark, <laughs> and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above. So he's basically saying, leave there, put an air hole in it. <laughs> <Dumbass>. Yes. <laughs> kind of, kind of a sky. Uh, and the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof, with lower second and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, and wherein is the breadth of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. Yeah. How crazy would it have been if Jared Leto played Noah? Because <laughs> <laughs> you got Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. You know. A cubit is 45.72 centimeters. That seems a little small. Yeah, it seems like a very small arc, but then, you know. 300 times 45 centimeters. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound. What, whatever it is, the that doesn't sound right. Apparently, their their arc it's, is designed to be to those. At least it's well, got the proportions. Yeah. at least same proportions as the monolith in two thousand and one. Not only designed to those specs, but it's actually designed so that. Um, oh, I see. A, a cubit is work- elbow to fingertip. Ah, so it is forty-seven. So yeah, this is a small that's arc. Not, yeah, that's not. a small arc. There's a problem of scale here. They worked out the. Uh, they well, there were giants in those days. Um, uh, Nephilim. 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 They worked out the uh, the thing so that the the arc that they built. And by the way, much so of like four hundred feet. Long. Much of the front of the arc, every, everything they're interacting with and stuff, they built that. So yeah. so as opposed to, <coughs> you know, it's an extension behind. Uh, you know anything beyond that, like the cube of the front of the arc, but but the front, everything they're standing on, and everything in like the cubic dimensions around it, they actually built physically and, and shot. No, oh, they did the same for Evan Almighty. Not really. <laughs> That's right. Not really. Well, so actually, the, I think they did, but whatever. So this <laughs> scene here, uh, yeah, for, it's kind of. Str- oh, there we go. Thank you. Uh, four fifty feet. It's four hundred and fifty feet long by seventy five feet wide by forty five feet tall. Okay. Well, they're trying to build one in Kentucky now. Yeah, oh, good. With Are taxpayer really? dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Why? <coughs> because they're creationists. Because there. Christianity. Yeah. See, God speaking to them, and and we can't prove otherwise. So this scene kind of puzzled me because it's like, okay, they've been here for ten years. They've been building the ark, and only now do they, you know, they go, hey, let's see. I wonder how Grandpa's doing up in his cave. Has he not come down to dinner once in ten years? <laughs> it's like, it's like, did you bring me berries? Oh, right, we forgot. <laughs> you really? Ten years? You left me up here. Berries. The one thing I said. Berries and nothing. You didn't bring no berries. So, I think I think there in that scene and in the, in the following scene, we'll have to watch it more closely as it transpires here. But th- th- that sense of Methuselah going, well, look, I'm 900 years old, and I don't know what the guy in the sky wants all the <laughs> yeah. time. Uh, so, you know, I, I just kind of kind of you know, and he, get he, through the day. Am I right? You he, know? Even, he even said it's being the, – the, the wisdom coming from him was he's leaving it up to Noah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, if Noah if if Noah thinks that's what's going on, then there it is. Yeah. And I can try and interfere and he means by making And he, and he does. Ultimately he goes, I'll just I'll roll my dice. Yeah. Let's see what happens. And he's but but he says and as it does, he goes, I can do that, but it's still going to come back yeah. to what Noah decides to do. In the chat room, Herc says, I do like the fact that it's just a floating box. Like they just took God literally. They did not spare no expense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just like a box. Got it, Ark. Um, That's a hell of an engineering project all by itself, it much a, less trying to make it, it steerable. The mythology of this is basically like the Kane people. Everyone descended from Kane. It's Slytherin. They're just yeah. Slytherin. They, that, yeah, basically. They all suck. They're mostly awful. They did, They designed the Ark. Um, the, the production actually designed the Ark with like ballast and stuff so that 
they so that they they reasoned out how okay how exactly would this float how can we make it these dimensions and not just turn over and do do all this stuff and so um i guess you can see they built it where there's like little rocks like kind of holding it up and that's the ballast uh, underneath it and and when they built it digitally and did the simulations it worked (laughs) they were like sweet hey So we're good to go in case it ever happens. Wouldn't have seen that coming. I'm sorry, Miss Rose. I didn't build you a stronger arc. No. I, yeah. She's made of wood, sir. I assure you. <laughs> she's not going anywhere else. She's, she's made of she's, cypress she's, and pitch. She's full of livestock, sir. Go I assure wood, you. Sir. She is sinkable. Yeah, that's one of the changes over the versions. Oh. Is in, in the in the uh, King James Version, he says it's made out of... Gopher wood. Go that's for wood. Gopher wood. And then in the other ones, it's cypress. Which I guess cypress is gopher wood, you guys. Yeah. 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 Bible teaching you shit. Cypress is gopher wood. Bats are birds. And th- th- <laughs> your waiters. it's another one of the funny things where this is. Uh, I was talking to Mike about this earlier. Apparently, and I'm not. You know, I'm not a biblical scholar. I don't know much about the Bible, but apparently, there's multiple sort of source texts that got collated into being the Bible, yeah. you know, yes. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Especially, especially like the first, the, yeah. the like and Genesis shit. Which, and, and also there's a point where it got translated into English where all kinds of shenanigans yeah, get worked exactly. in there. And, uh, and there's this whole thing where, you know, often the same story happened in a couple of the different texts and they would kind of, you know, synthesize a version of that story, put it in the Bible. Well, with another thing, they didn't. They just put basically the full unaltered text of both versions of the story in the Bible and that's why you end up with shit like alright we're going to need two of every kind of animal and we're going to need seven of every kind of animal and then two <laughs> if there's an unclean pair and birds and, and, and things that slither not fish but fish too and it's just like the re- and you, you read it and it reads like it's psychotic yeah. and the answer is it's because instead of someone like doing an edit on it and like curating alright guys let's take the salient point of the story and make it one story yeah. they just put all the details from both stories into the same story well that's why you have two creation myths yeah exactly and four gospels yeah. in the New Testament that don't agree with each other yeah. have and no gen- other gods before me no literally no, don't use the other gods use yeah. this god me first and, yeah. th- and then, then the them other if you feel the like other it. gods I'm um, sorry what was that about where are the other gods coming from yeah. um, uh, there's, there were giants in the earth at the time yeah, yeah there's a, you know Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 and, and of course they, they do all kinds of backflipping apologetics to be like no it's actually the same story it's not yeah. a, you know they're touching elephants and whatever but um, it's no it's because there were five different stories that they put into one book without paying too much attention sometimes yeah um, you didn't like Hermione I, I, I just she took me right out. I mean, it's nothing against her, and she's just too clean and too British and too Hermione. And uh, you know, I just I couldn't I couldn't suspend my disbelief. It's tough. It's her tough to get away from general it. acting style is glowering. <laughs> you know, it's a word I don't think I've ever said out loud. It kind of sucks to say out loud. Glower is a good word to read, but it's a crappy word to say. But that's kind of what she does in every shot. She just sort of glowers, just looks at things, and she looks kind of pissed, but not really. And she's going to be stiff up her lip about it. Is kind of the shot of her ever. Yeah. Always that shot. And she's Kristen Stewart with eyebrows. Yeah, I was going to say, she's like Kristen Stewart with more range, but not a lot more range. Um, she's lovely. She does sob better. Nothing really against well. her, but grandpa, grandpa just boob grazed me and it was weird. But now I feel horny. Boob grazed. Yeah. You just <laughs> but, but I love the fact that she's like, I am so turned on right now. I've got to find my, yeah, my boyfriend. She's, she's suddenly in heat. And that's why he's like, yeah, go. Yeah, no, no, go. No, 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 no. Get out of here. Don't look at me. Go. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm 900 over here. I'm not what you're looking for. I wonder if this is the scene that kind of put the Christians over the edge. No, no. The scene that put the Christians over the edge were, were the all the other I assume ones. the rock monsters yeah. would be the first. first like, number what? one, rock monsters. Number two, <laughs> all the other things. 
There was a, a Christian, like you were talking about how in preparation for this, you're looking at IMDb reviews and getting mad. I was so mad. And I kind of did <laughs> the same thing. Because they were going, this is not the Bible. Nope. And, they were, and they would say dumb things. Oh, it was even worse when they were saying shit about it. Like, And then there were like big old geysers of water. <laughs> Where's that coming from? That's not in the Bible. Yes, it is. Yeah. He says he, he opens the fountains of the deep. The yeah. fucking water comes out of the ground. Did, he and, says and it again, in the book. I, I thought that too. It was like, when it's going to rain, it's like, okay, Aronofsky, Mr. Movie Maker, show, don't tell. How, how are you going to... How do you gonna we're gonna watch it rain for how long is it gonna we no. while the water slowly oh of course that's genius you yeah. know? oh yeah again creator of the universe can go and now i'm just gonna do this now and now this yeah <laughs> i was like I, here's again, aronofsky showing up for work all again that made perfect sense to me yeah go, sorry well, um one of the things that kind of threw me was like this christian reviewer who wrote this really long article angry about this movie and one of the moments that stood out to him was when Noah says, I'm not alone. Because Tubal goes, I've got men on my back. You, you, how dare you refuse me? Oh. And he goes... He says, I'm not alone. He and he alone. thought it should mean God, but yeah. it meant the Watchers. But yeah. the thing is, it's like, I'm watching that again right now. I'm like, well, that is God. Because the Watchers yeah. are angels right. from God. Like, what more do you want, dude? Like, they serve, they're serving off. God by helping Noah. Yeah. Right. And that's why they're, they're given their redemption. Well, it's all made up end. anyway. That doesn't happen in the story anywhere. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm just reading the, it repeatedly. Just, <laughs> it's just not the, there. Just thematically, they're angry that he wasn't relying on only God. He w- was relying on. But then those of are all the, things. That's I swear to God. I I promise hey, you hey, hey. that that Christian. We'll have none re- of that yeah, here. I promise you that Christian reviewer is the same kind of person who will tell that story about the dude on the fucking raft and at the end, God, why didn't you save me? I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. I sent you fucking rock angels. What was I supposed to do? Rock angels. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like God God has his back by the rock angels having his back. That's a stupid thing. Rock angels is a really bad band name. Let's do it. Rock angels. Rock angels. That's something that you'd see at like one of the lesser casinos in Vegas. Like it's the, you know, the tribute band. Rock angels. They do like covers. We are the rock angels. They do covers of rat songs. Yeah. Their big closer is an Aerosmith song. Now this one went when Tubal Cain, like a Bronze Age culture, but he does have gunpowder weapons. I was like, well, okay. No, it's the little magic thing. Little magic. Okay. So he's got the magic rock power. Right, he, collected, right. he collected it from before or after okay, we filled syphilitic but, people on a trebuchet and threw them over the walls because yeah. I want to see them do that too but the idea of like wow so they should have worked in you know he's gone because he's got kind of wizard powers too he's got the, the fireball shooter so which is kind of like a gun so here's something else that's interesting last night when I was reading this Noah story which I'm obsessed with I, I, I want to read actually there's a I just I'm sorry I started a tangent that I'm going to now tangent off of did you guys see this Kickstarter for the, the guy who uh, I think it's called Biblioteca or something like that uh Bible Tekka, uh, where he's re- he basically reapproached the Bible, which is a public domain text. Oh, sure. I saw that. And uh, basically is relaying it out and uh, like giving it a spine and covers and everything. Oh, to be, doing like an illuminated to, manuscript type. Thing? No, and more like a novel. Like oh. fuck these numbers, fuck the annotations down ah. the center of the page. Let's make this a readable piece of. Let's make it look like a Potter novel. I want to be able to read oh. this. I well, that is going to be the worst novel ever. Yeah. I know, but it's, it's terrible. It's been, it's been done before. Yeah. Is, you know, turning it into like. Anyway, I th- I'm going to get one of those because it's. A, the, the, he's, he's doing a really pretty job. The, good, the good news Bible or the New American. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the thing where that cites all the hypocrisies throughout the Bible. Oh no, but I have seen that too. The skeptics annotated Bible is fantastic. Yeah, but anyway, I was reading this this Noah thing last night. That's my Bible. In the King James version of the Noah thing last night and i noticed there's like there's like a, i don't know what you'd call this oh this by a, the way i i just want to this scene here with her foot i'm sorry yeah. but with her, with her foot getting caught in the bear trap which we saw them set up as yeah. he's walking into town you know True. they're setting up bear traps it may not have been specifically this one but that's a setup that they're doing that 
the fact that she gets trampled yeah is I, amazing i was like okay now you really have my attention she gets, movie. yeah she gets viciously trampled and and the interesting and thing never is, comes back no she's done she's yeah. out of the movie and the, the the amazing thing is that you know that's that's so affecting and and that's Aronofsky making you make. I think I think you have to think about it. I certainly did. You know, you see that, and this is brutal. And then you know, and then there's the flood, and it's like, oh, it's this big epic flood. And he's, I think there's a little bit of him asking you think about how you're more upset than about that than everybody dying. Yeah. Or, like that, or that's more visceral. Or if you thought you. that was bad, that's about to happen to everyone. Yeah, the, the entire yeah. planet. And and he he milks that and too. He did that. Yeah. There's that scene later with the promontory. Oh with the my last god! And the, that, the waves are crashing against that and people scene, are screaming. Yeah. That scene was where I was like, oh my yeah, god! That's, like, what, that's, that's when it. you really knew what kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, I think more. Than, I think that would be the thing. That you know that Christians yeah. <laughs> were going to object to it was like we just we don't we don't like thinking about that part yeah. of it. It's like well, this is what your God did, yeah, and it's supposedly a good thing, yeah. That's, so you got to embrace it. You gotta you gotta go. You know, well, that, here's what it looks like. That's the thing that made me actually love this movie as a telling of the story was that specifically that scene where where you go. No, it's not even going to be easy. They have to sit there and wrestle with the horror yeah. of what they have done and continue to actively do it yeah. for like a week <laughs> until everybody finally drowns. It yeah. wouldn't be easy enough for everyone to just drown. They have to decide not, you know, this is like the, that whole, uh, you know, the trolley problem. It's like he's not just stopping people from, you know, not doing anything. He's actively pushing people in front of the trains. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, here so get, here's why you hire Russell Crowe, so you can have the, the fight scene. Yeah. So anyway, I was reading the story yeah, bunch, sorry, go ahead. and uh, I don't know what you'd call this, but there's a math typo in the Bible. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> probably math a couple. Wrong. It's just rounding. Well, it's, Is this the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, says, it says here, uh, I have the pages, uh, that, la, 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 where was it? We're watching a battle scene, and it's amazing, but we're going to talk like, about something else. Again, Lord of the Rings. It's like, <laughs> yeah. wow. I would I would have been so into the Bible if I was a kid <laughs> if this is the kind of movies they were showing us. I was like, show me the Bible movie again. That was awesome. <laughs> well, I got to kind of gloss over it and make it sound nice yeah. and not violent. Yeah. Even though it's a super violent book. Yeah. So wow. messed up. Have you read that thing? Whew. I love the the one that right there in the behind the scenes they show Ray Winston actually going up on the yeah he's up on a rig on a rig doing that for, like for reals himself. They shot this uh, uh, by the way. Um, they shot this night for day. They put up a, a bunch of huge lights and just drenched these. Fo- there, there were there's a lot of kind of uh, production sort of records being broken on this movie. The uh, the shot of the animals walking into the ark apparently was the most processor intensive. Uh, thing that, be that ILM has ever done uh, because not only were there like 8,000 animals that all had to be rendered, they were using Massive for the first time, you know, the crowd um, program for the first time in, in you know, in, in heavy, heavy production. Um, Most amount of rain. It, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> rain in that one, but, but the fact that they had, they had to have these kind of crowd behaviors, flocking behaviors. There were only two of each kind of animal specifically, so you you could only recycle oh, wow. your, your stuff so much. Yeah. The two that's, animals... There it is. The, I was trying to figure out why nasty. is the instancing so bad. Oh, the, that's why. The, yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> yeah. do it more than once. The two animals had... had They had to make sure the two animals stayed close to each other so you could see that they were coming It's actually really complicated two. behavior. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a and whole they, list of separate That's teams. worse than general than average <laughs> flocking. Yeah, so they didn't realize, but they were like, yeah, that is the most processor-intensive work that I 
ILM has ever done in its history. And apparently this... Uh, this For a scene, Bible movie. Yeah. Respect, y'all. One of these... Uh, um, or, or, you know, within, within this shoot, they were, they were rolling takes and stuff like that. And uh, apparently the effects guy, the practical effects guy, was like his smile was getting wider and wider as they went. And finally Aronofsky yells cut and he's like, what's up with you? And he goes, we broke the record for the most amount of water just poured into a scene <laughs> in a single take. Yeah. I, I love Someone's this scene of, of, I believe his name is Og, just... You know, massacring everyone. I think the watchers are falling a little too fast, just pacing wise around yeah. him because like pew pew pew. Yeah, boom boom boom. Um, but but it, like logically, they're falling a little too fast. But, but emotionally and yeah. for the shot, oh, it's perfect. Yeah, it's great. It's like get, get that launch that rat launch. Yeah. Got to launch. We have to launch now. How did launch. you how did you feel about the moment when the last watcher opens up his own chest? And launches himself. I thought that was cheating a little bit. I think, well, you don't go to heaven cheating. for your suicide, right? Yeah. Well, he and was, I thought, you know, thanks, right, dude. That was my thing. Like, yeah. you don't go to heaven if you commit suicide. You, that's, yeah. not, that's not redeeming I think, yourself. I, I think he was doing like a, a, a almost the, uh, you know, the holy suicide bomber thing. Because he took out some people by doing that. Yeah. So he's like, all he right. He was down already. Oh, he just so need, he martyred. He angel martyred. Yes, he angel yeah. martyred, basically. And there were little, and there nothing, were Nephilim virgins waiting for him in heaven. Yeah. really martyrs. <laughs> That little action sequence right there bothered me a little bit on my initial watching. It's like it felt a little slow-ish mm. the way it was moving around. It's I think, bamboo. I think it's just because I'm so used to things cutting so quickly. I wasn't. I'm not used to watching. Yeah. It just, just happen. Just yeah. happen. Just yeah. go for it. It's probably the more realistic way it would go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's like, okay, thanks. Now go close the door again because yeah. the flies. Oh, okay. Will get in. It's gonna be bad the out here. Are kidding. By which I mean the, these people. Yeah. Wait, there's another fun note about that in the story that I didn't know this before. But depending on if you want to go with there's one pair or there are seven pairs, whatever. Uh, after this whole thing ends, an indeterminate amount of time later, uh, the first thing that Noah does is build an altar to the Lord. Yeah. And sacrifice that sacrifice some animals. You're like that's yeah. But that's, that's why in that version of the story you can tell which version is which because that version of the story is the one that says take seven of each clean animal and two of each unclean, unclean animal because you have an you odd get, number because you gotta you gotta because you gotta keep up the sacrifice yeah because you, God don't God don't right here's no the shot sacrifices. Like yeah. Oh, shot. this is a, like, I love that so idea for here's matte painting thing. so yeah. hard. Here's the thing. It's like I look at that and I go that is. That's the uh, like you have to do that shot in this movie, yeah. And yet, you what a see great it, shot! You would you never go, thought of that shot. Hmm? You would never have thought of that shot. Yeah. Like someone said, dude, the whole fucking earth would look like a hurricane paint. <gasps> Put yeah. that Ooh. shot in this movie, <laughs> and anyway. it takes the global perspective several times. And again, it's like every when they did that, I was like, I was so struck. It's like, it's like yeah. This is amazing. The idea of just take the reverence out of it, and this yep. could be a really interesting story. Because it's like, well, in Dune, they go Dune Desert Planet. You know, it's like just Dune. just treat the Bible like it's a movie that has to be interesting and compelling, and quit all the all the Hosanna Hosanna. This is also important and precious and wonderful, and just make a compelling story about how yes, when our Earth was you know when this Earth when this alternate Earth was very primitive. You know, and God was like very hands on with all the <laughs> shit. You know, I'm going to make it rain everywhere. You know, you, you can take a, a, a global perspective of that and go, well, that, that looked like that when that happened. Is the berries representative of anything? Not really. I don't think the berries are, are that was just his obsession. symbolic. He was just yeah. like, somebody mentioned berries and it was like, oh man, I want berries. I want some berries. And so, and so almost like the last little miracle from yeah, God, that's, that's the last thing he you finds. You get to have a berry. He's yeah. like, here, you've been good. You can have a berry before I take you out. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 
heavy heavy water work of course serious like, water work I'm, uh, i was i was curious you know after this scene when you know they go back to this the front porch there and it's now it's a, of course it's a dock um with water it's like is that digital water did they build a set that was on they build a water tank that that went up to the set i actually don't know because there's some there's some serious water you yeah. know, for the rest of this, you know, on this thing. And I guess since they're doing all this dump tank anyway, probably they then built a, a trough of some kind and yeah. filled it with water to, to do those scenes. Because um, there's one, I think there's one shot coming up when they, after I think it's after they the storm ends and they go out on the, the again, porch, uh, for a want of a better <laughs> word, um, where where the, the camera is, you know, the, the arc is rolling in the water and yeah. it's, it's rocking side to side, but the level of the water is also rocking. So I was like, okay, you're just tilting the camera. It would have been like 10% cooler and 500% harder to actually make the, camera, yeah. like the thing move relative to the level of the water. But um, still respect for it. Because I think they looks like they did, you know, built a big tank around the base of that thing and, and filled it with actual water. Yeah, they built it. Well, they built the interior in a huge factory uh, of the, the Ark. Oh, so. here comes that Marvel tie-in part with the Tesseract. <laughs> yes, that's, that's one of the seven crystals that will Mike, open. Mike, fun fact, I, I, checked your, I checked your work. And uh, interesting thing about the unclean and the altar and the sacrifice and all that, Noah builded an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings. Yeah. So he's basically like he says, and that's in the same version of that one that that was in. Yeah. Uh, he says, bring first. He says, bring two of everything, and then the next paragraph things seven of everything, mm-hmm. and also one pair of uncleaned that too. Right. So he's basically taking away from the good ones when he's doing the offering. Well, no, you're you're. T- it's it's not like it's not like he brought like seven Saint Bernards and two of them were dirty. Like there's there's <laughs> clean types of animals and and dirty unclean types of animals. It's it's not like, like cows would be clean, but pigs would be unclean. Precisely. Okay. How did you feel, uh, Trey? How did you feel about the length when you first watched it? Uh, well, to be honest, the first time I watched it, um, broken up. You yes, to the point where I didn't finish it. Um, mm. I uh, I rented it off iTunes, got the twenty four hour rental, and I you know sort of watched my way through the first half of it. Uh, not didn't even get to the point where the the storm started. So, um, and I was like, this is far more interesting than I thought. But not enough to. It's not stay watching. Yeah, it. like to keep watching. Here's it. the promise. Yeah, this is scene. like this is like gnarly as yeah, hell. This is this is Aronofsky going. Remember, we tell this story to children. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is an yeah. Everything's fine, right? You know, look at it. Look at it. Yeah. Uh, the so I yeah I, then the rental ran out. So I was like, oh okay. Well, I you know, I know how the story ends. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I wasn't particularly compelled. But then it was like it came up. I I watched the back half of it for the first time last night. And I was like, oh okay, yeah pretty cool um so i don't really feel the length of it because i'm not really aware of right. the length of it right. it's it's either two episodes of 45 minutes with a th- three-week break in between is that is that the length of it because uh, <laughs> that's the length of it i experienced well you said mike that, you, that when you first watched you felt like it was a little long but you had to pee the whole time uh, yeah that was a big problem <laughs> oh problem. yeah well that's of all that, movies to have to go pee during. said time oh, is relative. No, it's much worse no, because yeah. like for me, when I first watched it, I felt like everything was right. It didn't feel like anything was too long or lingered too long. I enjoyed anything that lingered. That's good pace. It's got a, it's know? got, it's got a good pace. It's a slow pace, but that's not a bad thing. Right. Um, but, but I don't you even know, feel like it's is, a slow pace. This is we just hit the midpoint, though. I mean, oh, so God. much has gone on, and we've hit, we've hit the mid twenty four. Yeah, we've hit essentially the midpoint of the movie. Maybe a little further. The midpoint is when the storm starts, and then there's the battle, and now we're here. But this, um, this was fucking epic. This. 
this whole montage here. This made me. This yeah, it's fun. It's well, like the, a short of monkeys. This was like it was <laughs> this amazing. is my this is my favorite part of the movie. Right. Yeah. It's like I watched this. I'm like I can't believe he's. Do, I can't believe he's actually he's doing it. He's doing. He's showing uh, yeah, all no. of it. I as I was it. as I was watching. Well, what he's no, doing this was is the part that I was like, oh, they're gonna be so mad. Well, what, no, 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 no. But <laughs> they what shouldn't I like about be this, though. They shouldn't be because they're calling it days. No, exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. The, what I like about this is that they're showing us Cosmos while he's reading the Bible. Yeah. Like he's basically. What he's doing is he's saying there this right here would satisfy both people. This is what well yeah. it, this will satisfy old earth creationists, the people who are willing to say yes, a day is just, you know, billions of years or whatever. Well, see but, but yeah. young earth creationists would not Well, or be the happy flip side, this. I mean, I I could see flipping it the other way, I'll call, you know, although no, this, hard, is, this isn't a mark, this isn't a time lapse. This is real time. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. Hardcore hardcore Christian creationists are not known for the, are not known for their ability to to be flexible in their thinking, but I thought there you could go the other way with it. It's like, yes, all that thing that scientists, but it's God. He made it happen in a day. Yeah. You know, it's like, and as many people have pointed out, it's like, well, if there was no people and there was no client, it was just God, who's to say how long a day is? You know, it doesn't matter. It's it's totally an arbitrary right. concept. But the idea of, no, God made all this happen, but he did it chronologically, and that's why it looks like it does now, yeah. because, you know, he, he, he made it all happen, but he did it in one of his own days, however he would define it at yeah. that point. And that's, but eh, that's all right, that's fine. That's that's the old Earth creationism, and the, yeah. the young Earthers are the ones who are crazy. He's like, no, it was 24 literal hours, and there was no, yeah. it, it, he pooped out and a lemur, some reason, and that was it. Yeah, and for some reason, he put dinosaurs' bones underneath all yeah. of it to fool us. Uh, but see, this they no, skipped. Satan did that. No, they skipped. Well, they skipped. See, I love they skipped yeah. the old. There's okay. We get to primates, and then we get to humans, but we don't see the primates turn into humans. Yeah. Because come we on, saw the lizards turn into primates. We're not that stupid here yeah. in Hollywood to try and sell sell here, to you he Bible people. Skin behind that will later yeah. be wrapped around the guy's arm. Yeah. yeah. So this is where, yeah. which I don't quite get the significance of that. Right there, you have the choice to follow the temptation of darkness or hold on to the blessing of the light. So the skin he left behind represents the blessing. Moving forward with the snake is following temptation. Doctor Manhattan a, was blue in my day, Michael. Yeah, yeah. It's not canon. Dr. It is Manhattan's. a little up too. So it's, see, that's it's, not. By the way, that's not fucking fruit of wisdom or anything. That's just a fruit that has worms in it. It's gross. Yeah. Don't eat it. That's a freaky. Don't eat God any fruit. pulsing fruit. Like ever. Yeah. You'd think, but she didn't. Well, know see, that but was they bad. didn't know anybody. Yeah. They were, by the way, this right here. I love that. This is that's so Aronofsky. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's oh, yeah. so fucking awesome. I love the way I, I love how modern some of those f- flickers are too. Yeah, to, to like, wait, really... there's, a, there's a Cossack in there. Yeah. Hold on, there was there were some World War II guys in there. Yeah. It was like, yeah. but this is like the nature speech right here. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah, this is beautiful. this is the environmentalism. Like this is why this is happening. And by the way, it will happen again, whether you believe in God or not. We'll probably get wiped out. Yeah. Unless we unless we change, I think in the chat room, Herc is watching this for the first time, and it's funny because every now and then I'll just be like, "Holy crap, this sequence is amazing!" Yeah, you know, Aronofsky actually posted that to his Twitter page. That sequence, like, I can't believe you just gave that. No. That's the <laughs> coolest fucking. Part <laughs> he of the gave movie. it away. Yeah. He's trying to get people to come to the movie. At that point, yeah. he's just advertising. I would imagine so. But, yeah, yeah. I, See, I, it's I, not just yeah people in ro- robes that are way too clean looking at the sky, going, "Oh God, yeah. oh, it's Beardy says words again." I hate yeah. that guy. Yeah. The most frustrating thing was <laughs> the most frustrating thing was like when I would talk to people about it, they'd go, "No, I haven't seen Noah yet." But I, I, I was gonna at some point. I'm like, "No, watch it now. <laughs> You're not gonna watch it, please." Before the flood, you have to watch it. Now. Exactly. It really hit you. Now I like this. This. this Do you like the, the fountain? I love the fountain. So you just like Aronofsky in general, probably. Black I have Swan? not. I haven't finished his first movie. 
I hate pie. pie. Well, there's no end to pie. Mm. I haven't finished this. I don't. I never, <laughs> You'll never get to like, the end I got of about, pie. I got don't about, start. Don't watch that when you got to pee. I got. Yeah. I got about <laughs> no I got, pie for sure. I got 30 minutes in and I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. But Rec Room for a Dream hooked me. And I then, yeah, of, I got all like, the way to the end and I said I can never do that again. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm never. I'm never watching that again. That one again. The, I love. I like the fountain a lot. It's a, well, the fountain. At first, I was like, I don't understand. The fountain takes some cracking. Our fountain commentary is awesome because of Steve Reedy. You should go listen to that commentary. It's a good one. But um, I, I was talking about the fountain with a friend of mine, trying to explain it to him, like, what I don't get. Uh-huh. And in explaining what I don't get, you I went, got it. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I got it. Yeah, what was with me? Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Just everyone. Like, I retrospectively loved it. It was I, weird. I, I, Every, think, everything, I, I've loved everything Aronofsky's done since Pi, which makes me go, I should probably check out Pi again. Maybe I was... You missed I didn't mind yeah, Pi. No, no, pi no, is just kind of weird. And uh, <laughs> Sorry. Who doesn't it's like kind of ira- It's kind of irrational. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, it's, it's not a joke. I'm serious. It's kind of... But, you know, it's weird, but it's a good piece of theme. When you want to compare, like, modern-day filmmaker guys based off of their first weird that's movie. Not fair, though, I go yeah. back and forth between The Following and Pi. Yeah, exactly. It's the like, that's about weird. The Following's Chris Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, it's Nolan's which, thing. Which, I, tried, which, I tried watching that for about two minutes. Or Following, yeah. not The Following. It's that's called, a TV just, show. It's called Following. Following, I, yeah. I, I yeah. got about two minutes in and I'm like, no. Yeah. No, it's too weird. I'm not happy with this. Nope. Following, the only reason to watch Following and possibly the only reason to watch Pi, although, although Aronofsky is clearly not gotten to the echelons that Nolan has. He could have, but I don't think he wants to. No, Aronofsky's um, more art house. He's, well, he's psyched about the metaphors. What Aronofsky does, I, I've, I've brought this up before, he's a genius because he does the... the um, he does the Del Toro one for you, one for me thing, but he keeps hosing them on the one for them <laughs> because he's going to make a Bible movie. Yeah. What's more surefire than that? No, what, he, what he'll come in and do is he'll go... They'll go, hey, uh, Aronofsky, you're a fascinating person. We like putting fascinating people in charge of like franchises and stuff. Come make a come come reboot Batman for us. Okay, I'll do that. But you got to fund my weirdo movie about like the Tree of Life or whatever. Yeah, fine, sure. His Batman movie falls apart, but you still said you give me the money. <laughs> you for still owe me. He's you like, still owe me I'll tell you what, I'll make you RoboCop if you give me the money to make this weirdo wrestling movie. Okay, cool. RoboCop doesn't happen with him. He gets to make the wrestler, and he keeps fucking pulling that trick on them. It's amazing. <laughs> Can you please come and uh, we want to do like a Wolverine one-off movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I got. I but I get to do Noah, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I get to know. <laughs> He's. It's amazing. And he could if he if he stuck with it, he could be Christopher Nolan by now. But he just wants to do this <laughs> and get them to you pay for it. You clever bastard. So. It's like Soderbergh, but, but, but just weirder. Yeah. yeah, but it made his money back, right? No one made its money back. Oh, no one uh, well, did. It did big. It did big business. Uh, uh, globally. Globally, it did. Domestically, which, it didn't do great, which but globally, is, Which it did is fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually surprised about that. I mean, if I, I can imagine globally, like a, uh, I don't know, let's see, Hindu movie doing well, Islam movie doing well. Yeah. Christian is like, I feel like it's spottier. Yeah. Well, well, well it's, it, a lot of them. A lot of them approached it the same way we did. When oh, it's a weirdo uh, that's fantasy why movie. Yeah. Well, globally, exactly. it doesn't have the you can only tell this story one way reverence in certainly in non-Christian countries and certainly in countries that are you know not so you know fundamentalist Christian, which we totally are as a society in general. So, so the idea of like oh, okay, here's a way of telling a Bible story. Yes, we're not automatically going to hate it just because it's not yeah. the flavor we like to taste this food in. Yeah. So, so you know, it doesn't have that prejudice against it. And you know, in many movies we think of as bombs in America, but that's just because they didn't do well in America, but they did perfectly well because they're things that Americans don't give a shit about. We have Troy, not great. Troy was a huge hit. <laughs> Huge hit because the rest of the world gives a shit about world history. Just America doesn't. So, <laughs> so but everyone else is like, oh, Troy, that's that's important. We like that movie. Is that the Alexander uh, one, or was that a different movie? Alexander was Alexander movie. was also. I don't think Alexander necessarily did as well. But, but, but was Troy based? On, Troy, Troy was Troy's the Iliad. 
Troy is based well, on. Troy yeah. is as fictional as the Bible. Well, yeah, Troy. Troy the city though is existed. Yeah, but okay. um, but yeah, the story that, with, of the with Brad Pitt and Achilles and all that stuff. They're right. they're they're semi historical. I mean, it's and it's been mythologized. Yep. But uh, but uh, you know, it's a, it's a. Trojan Story horse that and all know. that. Yeah, Trojan horse and all that thing. Did he just like bite the head off a weasel yes, there? Is that what he did? He's or doing something. I think yeah. it was okay. a lizard, but a prehistoric. Yeah. Well, there's another species we've just lost. Yeah. Thank you, Tubal Cain. That's what he's saying. He's yeah. Like, Say yeah. Well, and, and again, like you said, he makes a good case. Yeah. He's like, all right, look, if you take the creator out of the equation, and I don't happen, you know, I don't believe that he has that he cares. We're in charge. We take what we want. We do what we want. We're people. So come on, are you a man or not? And. <laughs> Contrasting that with yeah. Ray Winston's argument is pussy. Yeah, tell me a pussy. And, and contrasting that with where they just came from and this whole sort of having Ham turn against his father is, which was where the you know the creation the creation yeah, montage yeah. that we saw is Noah was still I you know, the way it looks to me is Noah was still kind of like well yeah I was on the track that we were supposed to repopulate and begin the new you know restart the human race and all that kind of stuff but here we are. And we can't, so clearly God doesn't want us to do that because he doesn't have the little bit of info like, oh, but actually she's pregnant. You know, that's that's he doesn't know that part. So nobody does yet. Exactly, even she doesn't know it yet. So so his he's like, okay, look, you know, here's here's how I see it. Here's you know, so now we know what the scenario is. We're the last humans on Earth. Well, clearly, we're not going to repopulate because you none of y'all sleeping with your mom. I'm not having that. <laughs> So and forget I'm it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, and I can't do it anymore because then, you know, so there you go. But the, so he, he sort of, he tells the creation myth to sort of establish their place in the story. And it's like, okay, so we're just here to restore what's good and pure, and clearly that's what the creator wants. And so he's, you know, he's, he's working it out. He's going, okay, new deal. <laughs> he's, I thought it was one way, it's this way instead. I'm going to cue off something. Tubal, but Tubal Cain says, and Tubal, uh, what I got from that version yeah, of the story. Here's how I see this uh, play. How out. I see it is, he made all of that, and he wasn't happy, and he needed us because we're awesome. Yeah. And so, I really, I, I do like the line, even though it's a little bit orange. They go, we only have two of each of those. And he's, you only have one of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, In the chat, I'm going to cue off something Rob said. I'm just going to, he said it, and I started thinking about it, and I'm going to make it bigger than what he said. He said, all of Aronofsky's movies to some degree are about suffering. And when I think about it specifically, we talk about like the, the basics of, of any sort of storytelling are give someone a desire and an obstacle and they have to get over the obstacle. And that's a fun to watch, you know, little engine that could you just give them obstacles. All of Aronofsky's movies, this fountain, uh, fucking Black Swan, Requiem, they're all someone... It's mostly the suffering part. It's all people suffering through what they want. The, the, he's compelled by the story of how achingly difficult it is to get what you want when you are Noah or a heroin addict or Hugh Jackman throughout time or a ballerina. Like it's, or a wrestler. It's all of his movies are the wrestler. All yeah. of his movies are about people like basically killing themselves to do That's what, what they I want say. to do. His movies are about obsession. Yeah. Obsessed, obsessed, the su the suffering of obsession. Well, I, I would guess. say Chris, oh, Chris, them. Chris Nolan's movies are about obsession, obsession I, and I, identity. I would buy the yeah, I would buy that uh, yeah. But Aronofsky focuses more on the pain of yeah. Think the of how of fucking your... awful it is to want something this hard. You idiot! Don't don't want this. The world will punish you for wanting this. I still want it, and just your life is awful as a result. Yeah, Aronofsky's about wrecking yourself with happiness. Certainly more, no more than uh, you know, no better example than uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Like, okay, you see what you're going through just to get the drug, right? 
And still, it's worth it to you. Still worth it to you. Huh? Still, you're doing it. It reminds okay. me of uh, some. I, don't, I forget where I said. I saw this. Someone said this. So, I think we a comedian said, uh, you know, p- having an addiction to like heroin or being an alcoholic isn't like, you know, I, I the, the the drug is stronger than I am or anything like that. It's just you found something that you like more than being alive. Yeah. Wow. That's all it is. <laughs> I like this more than anything else. Yeah. And, and that's Aronofsky in a nutshell. Yeah. That's true, and yeah, and, and yeah, I would. I say I can see that applying. I believe more in the fact that I need to do this than the fact that it sucks yeah. to do this. Yeah, I totally apply this for you know Noah's thing is like, look, I, I, Good job, I've, I've I've chosen to serve God, and he doesn't care if I enjoy that or not. Right, the I'll take it upon myself. I'll yeah. fucking do this. I'll stab and, this baby. Well, right, right here, that's the the problem, and and why he has his kind of breakdown here. He's like, I got through the horror of of waiting. Just waiting out everybody dying and having to know yeah. that we could help them, but the we're not going outside to. The boat and, and the yeah. shrieks outside the boat. Oh my god! Just the, him struggling with the horror of it. And finally, you know, there's the scene where she goes, "This fucking idiot has a baby." Where she yeah. tells him, she, you know, she tells him after that, she's like, "It's over. You don't have to. You don't have to have that terrible, horrifying strength to let that happen." It's not and your then, fault. and then he's coming, and so he's finally able to kind of put it down. And he's sort of, you know. He's, he's come to the kind of the acceptance point when he's telling the story. It's like there's a melancholy to it of the story of creation, but he's still like, I, I, I'm just so relieved that there's only one way this can play out yeah, anymore. Right. I don't have to do anything. And now the, the horror of knowing like, oh, my God, some, there is a choice in my hands again. There's something I have to do. Sort of. But I don't think I, I agree with what you were saying earlier when I was talking about how none of the emotional play works because I agree with you. You, you convinced me with the whole interpretation. Noah thinks it means this. Everyone else is like, I don't think it means that. Don't kill this baby, jackass. Uh, I'm with you on that. Or even if it does mean that, right. don't kill the right, baby. Right, right. Yeah. Fuck but, that guy. But, you know what? Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think... Let him do it. I don't think Noah doesn't kill the babies because he's convinced... I think he's too weak to kill the babies. No, no, no. That's well. That's the thing. That's why he. Like, that's I why think he, Noah thinks he failed and yes, should have killed yes. the babies. That's why he. That's why yeah. he goes and and he gets a drunk. That's, becomes that's a drunk. The, yeah, yeah. Because he was like, he I failed. Went, I went through all that. I f- we fucking killed everybody. It's fucking Hermione was crying in my we face. Killed yeah. We killed everybody. We killed everybody for no reason now. And yeah. now we're just gonna let because, it happen for because no of my reason. weakness because I couldn't yeah. pull the trigger, so to speak. Oof. It's all gonna start. And again. You're telling me this guy's not a Jew? Yeah, I know. That is some guilt. Yeah. That is, that'll mess you up. But that's that's why he becomes a drunk because he's like, I can't. I can't. I cannot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am, I'm having trouble being able to even. I fear I can't. Yeah. I can't. I fear I, I can't even. I perhaps can't even. <laughs> I'll tell you what will mess you up worse, though. I love, I love the little, in the scene we just had where he's telling the creation myth and he's talking about, and it all adds up to, we're all doomed. We get this last, last little coda oh, yeah, of humanity. The poor, the poor kid. And the whole thing is like, and you will bury him, and they will bury you, and you will bury us, and you, you'll be the last one. And then there's a cut to the kid going, great, thank you, Dad. Yeah. Wow. Okay, lay that one on me. That's nice. That's horrifying, but at the but same I'm time... But I'm a creep. That, that, <laughs> that also makes me think, you know, at some point in, in the history of, of our world, there will be a last person. Yeah. And that's fucking. And they will probably uh, turn out the light. That's fucking crazy. Well, there, 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 there was for Neanderthals, for example. They, mm-hmm. you know, they found some sort of like clearly there was something they found recently where there the was the last like, pocket of them. Yeah, and it was or at least the last a, a pocket somewhere where it's kind of like you know we can tell over the centuries they would have contact with other groups and then they stopped having contact mm-hmm. with other groups and we sort of like these last ones don't seem to be buried properly mm-hmm. and it's like these <laughs> literally are of this group like well. We're it, and we can't find anybody else. And did, 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 
good night. Pop. You know, yeah. and that's that's well, got to be there was a shower quite thought. something. There was yeah. a shower thought on Reddit that's, the other day. That's got to be intense. You yeah. you will, you will be the last person to life. die in your lifetime. <laughs> Which is like, true, oh, dude. And then that's, you, that's what the Last of Us is kind of about. Light up another joint. Oh yeah. Uh, here comes a. Well, it, I know it, that title. I have no no knowledge. It's a of video it. game. It kind of touches on the same concepts as as this of leaving leave it alone. Like just let the animals roam free and. We don't need humans anymore. Oh, okay. They like the, the voluntary extinction project kind yeah. of concept. Okay. Can you imagine how fucking much that boat would stink? Like, <laughs> boats stink anyway. Yeah. Animals well, stink the, the, anyway. The pitch kind of gets in your nostrils and you can't smell anything else anyway. Honestly, at that point, the pitch might actually be a blessing. Yeah, thank and God for the pitch. Like, at least why he told him to do it. Yeah, yeah, at least we have something to smell. Yeah. Do it on the inside, too, but we're not going to just trust me. Get, put it on the inside. Thank Why? God those animals it. are asleep. You know what? I'm God. Just trust. Yeah, just, no. it's like, Shouldn't I put it on the outside? Wouldn't that waterproof Why? it better? It's like, yeah. Yeah. Why do you want me to use smelling salts as mortar? Yeah. It's like, yeah. ah, trust. Just, trust me. This whole arc thing Have is symbolic. Faith. I'm God. It's, you're going to yeah, float. I'm testing your faith. Yeah. Bitch, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> you want to throw down? You saw me grow trees? You saw that there's yeah. rock monsters? Our makeup's a little... Make- that is, that like is paste the one- of Ipecac and fucking let's do this. Yeah. That is the one thing I, I have to say, and they say it a couple of times. And it's the thing you say in, in movies, but it wasn't quite thought through here, is something will happen, you know, Ham is, is coming through and he's like, the, the animals have woken up, they're, they're eating each other. And what Noah says as he's walking through is he goes, that's not possible. I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> pardon me. You're not allowed to ever say that again. Yeah. <laughs> You're not At allowed. At this point. There are, and there are several characters after this, in the second half of the movie, who go, that, you know, when she's pregnant, she goes, that's, that's not, not possible. possible. How yeah. dare you? That's like, that's <laughs> like the least weird Rock thing that's happened all day. Ex- Rock yeah. angels exploded <laughs> into the sky yeah. well, and the, were replaced by a torrent of water. The animals awaking and eating each other is supposed to be not possible because God made right. them asleep. But he's, yes. he's yeah. a but it's just a, it's just a, yeah, it's like, Can you name something that isn't possible? It's a poor choice universe. of words. Yeah. I will agree that it's a poor <laughs> choice of words. Now, I, one of the things that cracked me up by... It super is. It's just not likely. That's just ham going ham, though. It communicates the point... Like yeah. how else would you communicate that? I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. No, you what, think no, by no, now. no. I should. Mike's contention is what Noah should say is no way. Yeah, or, or more like what now? You're like, a liar. This makes Bitch, no please. Sense. I, I I tweeted about this because I just thought it was amusing. Say? It's like I I one of the great you know it makes perfect sense. I, I that the the arc has an escape qua, escape pod. Yeah, and uh, I, I I I just hope it's they don't say in the movie, but in my mind it's called the narcissus. I think that's uh, <laughs> and someone and someone I posted that on Twitter and someone I think it was Herc. I think. Um, responded by, so the arc itself is the Noah Stromo. And I was like, ah, you win everything. You win everything. Well played. Herc said I shouldn't have felt bad about my irrational pun about pie. That was, no, that was good. I was proud of, you know, I tried to watch pie, but I could never get to the end of it. It was, you know, also I thought very good. I was proud of myself. I think I got to the end of it. I can't be sure. (laughs) That's right. I think I got to the end of it. Did you... (laughs) But I just keep discovering more job. of it. Have you ever seen Pi all the way to the end? Well, I don't think so. Yeah. Eventually, I just stopped. Yeah. I, just stopped. I realized it was going to just keep going. <laughs> but when you actually like line it all up, all those little pieces of information, it becomes a circle. Yeah. yeah. That's a different movie. So, yeah. So, here's where, here's where the wife is going. Well, uh, what if just... I'm just saying... What if? Uh, what if? Fuck this shit! Yeah. What if? <laughs> what if? Uh, you know, maybe God has a different plan than you think he does. I wish that I had got why Noah changes his mind more clearly, because uh, what, this movie when he, is, when he doesn't kill the babies. When he no, when he decides, it's not kill everyone but us. It's kill everyone, including us. Ah, because I didn't get that 
and the whole end of the movie really? plays better when you have that. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's yeah. kind of important. That's yeah. kind of a good character turning point. And that when does that happen? It happens when he sees his face on it, the. It animal? happens after. It happens when he walks after he walks into the village and he goes, "Oh my god, these people are so fucked up." Right, and but then those goes, people that's still not. Right. Yeah, but, but then but he, he realizes. But he went there to get women to breed with with his yeah. sons, and he goes, "No, this is a human. Humans are just doomed." And then humans he are and no then good. he had a he had a flash to go. Oh no, this isn't this isn't from because he's always. These are the people of Cain. We're not like them. And he goes, oh, no, but Cain's not what started this. Adam and Eve are what started this. All of us are tainted. Is that ever made explicit, or is no. this all covered in symbolism? That's more symbolism. Well, but, know? I mean, the, the plot is there, and the fact that he comes back, you know, and, and Ham says, hey, so did you bring me a chick or what? And he goes, you were not, that's not happening. That's off. That's not going on anymore. Um, and, and Ham... Yeah, but that's so not, Ham, but that's so not Ham the goes, same as killing babies. Well, but no, but then Ham goes to get one of his own... And Noah says, "Now, you know, nope, nope, leave that here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need that. Going but back then, to the ark. But still, that's not the same as when people that he thinks are fine, like Hermione and his son, who are no, both he in, came back, no, have he a came, baby together, he, he decides to kill those babies. He came back and said it. He had a conversation with his wife where he said, we're not going to do this. We all have to die. And she goes, what? No, we're good. No, we're not. He's covetous. He wants to kill animals and eat them with his face. You, you know, you're jealous of, of you know, you, you want mascara. I want to get and, and like no, he, just, he, he was like, is there anything good or bad you would not do to oh, protect yeah. your children? He said, he said yeah, wouldn't exactly. it, wouldn't you do anything to protect them? Good or good or, you know, bad, good or evil. And she goes, yes. He's like, <laughs> rest my case. QED. Yeah. yeah. I'm Noah. He's like, dig my beard. He's like, I know. <laughs> me too. I'm about to kill a whole fuck ton yeah. of people to save us. Then that's fucked up. Because I've always been more religious than you, I guess. It's, yeah. it's pretty spoon fed. All right, I yeah. got you now. So, and then, but then I like you know the idea that he t- sort of puts a, puts a spin on it, where he's like, okay, so let's recap. Yeah. <laughs> here's how here's how we got here. So uh, God made everything wonderful, and then uh, humans messed it up. So God's good doing a do over. And we're going to be not part of the new version. Okay? Everyone clear? So, you know, that's the end of that, that conversion. Yeah. Him going, now everyone, everyone got the plan? Great. And then eight seconds later, it's like, actually, we thought we'd have some babies. No, no, that's not what we're doing anymore. I said we're not doing that. I said we're not doing that. I thought it was clear by the yeah. inability to do that. Yeah, I thought God was pretty <laughs> said that no fertile women are left on the planet. <laughs> He seemed to be pretty clear about how he wanted that to play out. All right. Proposition. New new topic. Uh, Willem Dafoe is clearly scary regardless of the role he's playing <laughs> because of his face. Except when he My contention Jesus. is Ray Winston is scary mostly because Jesus. of his accent. Something about yeah. his affect and cadence and accent makes him 50% scary regardless, or at least shifty. He sounds like he wants to eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> He does. He sounds like he's hungry. And Even he in like Crystal Skull. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think he... I, I Jonesy! Feel, I feel oh, like you. Fuck you. I feel like Creepy he cuts ghost? the throats of animals, even not for movies. That yeah. he just did, like, you, did you watch... He didn't even know they were filming when he ate yeah, that lizard. exactly. <laughs> he just cut that Oryx's throat. Did, did you watch William Defoe? He's like Charles Jesus? Dance. He does it all the time. Uh, on the yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Last for real. Last, last Temptation of Jesus Christ. I Scorsese movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about... Movies that controversial movie, yeah. By the way, very controversial at the time. Do you think it's intentional that like do and because you, actually watched t- t- Last Temptation yet? I haven't yet. And it, the, I think it I remember to, that, it speaks to what you were saying about no. you know the falsehood of a, of a, p- Apostle Apostle mm. Paul, like that the whole third act of the movie is basically about that. Yeah, that's why they were super pissed about. It. <laughs> yeah, and, and as I I didn't see it myself, as I remember the, one of the big con- it, was, it was the same kind of controversy. It was like this is not the cleaned up, sanitized Jesus happy picture that we want to see. This yeah. is 
thinking, you know, it, the idea was much more straightforward, much more sort of, well, I mean, really, it's, yeah. again, we're talking in the Middle East 2,000 years ago. It's it's going to be kind of muddy and nasty and gross. And, 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 you know, I guess the idea was that Jesus was sort of played more as a human, like, I, boy, I hope I'm doing the right thing because this is crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, wow, this really hurts. I, maybe I didn't do the right thing. Um, oops. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Real big oops. Hope, hope, hope I was right about that one. Um, Man. And that people didn't respond very well to that. You know, you could read it any number of ways, I feel. Dude, yeah. I want to see Albert Brooks make Defending Your Life where it's Noah. There you go. Defending your arc. Just like, it's like, all right, I don't know how you got the wires crossed, Noah, but you seem to have killed a billion people. <laughs> He's like, dude, I was trying to do what you asked me to do. Like, yeah. okay, we got a wire. I mean, something. Yeah. There. Okay. Let's recap. There's a line of logic here. All Where right. did I say yeah. that <laughs> was the plan? I said it was going to rain, Noah. Yeah. It was going to rain. Would it have been a, bin, a billion people? It wouldn't have. It no, would back have, then it wouldn't Not like that many. Less than a billion. A few right? thousand. A few, a few thousand. <laughs> Literally, probably. Yeah, it's, like, it's 10 generations. Yeah. It so a few a thousand people. people. Maybe, maybe ten thousand. Not many. That's where, yeah. That's where again the Bible is is iffy on the numbers. Like, yeah, ten generations after Adam and Eve is still still that's a doesn't yeah. seem like a, enough to. You know, that's still like your village. Aaron Aronofsky mentioned in an inter- interview that um, one of the shots he couldn't get because money ran out was a shot under the ocean, showing the Ooh. animals and what was going on with them. Oh, underwater. This wow. movie, by the way, still dodges the hard questions. What about fish, Noah? That's well, what I'm saying. That's fish are taken care of. Although, oh, I thought you were talking about like cows that were drowning. No, 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 no. Like it was harsher in my head. The fish is well. You do see the, you see whales when they find land later. You see the whales go by. But they all again, it's like this movie just goes. No, a wizard did it, y'all, and it all, it all makes sense. I mean, because all all of your skeptical questions about well, how's that supposed to work? It's like, oh, okay, because Sauron was always yeah. giving them what they needed whenever they needed it. You know, the Sauron will open up the crack in the ground to swallow the other army when you need it. Okay, I get it. Now that explains everything, including the fact that like, well, wait. If now the water, is it salt water? In which yeah. case, what's happening Don't with the freshwater fish? And if it's fresh, then what's going on with the whales? A wizard did it. You know, Sauron's got, Sauron's got your back on all of that. He's got it all worked out. Oh, okay. That makes sense. In the chat, I, I missed it until just now. Sorry for the delay. But Eric was like, yeah, he's effectively the good guy in Sexy Beast, and he's still scary. Yeah. Ray Winston. He's the good guy. I always remember scary. him from uh, um, The Departed. He's, he's, uh, oh, yeah. he's uh, Nicholson's, yeah. Nicholson's right-hand man. That's I loved right. him when he was played by Tom Hanks in Cloud Atlas. Yes. What? Oh. There's a character in Cloud right, Atlas right. that's... He's no, he, the he, same was, he was good in The Departed. I liked him in The Departed. Yeah. Mm. Just, just like, oh, you just don't want to cross that guy. Right. Yeah, just scary shit. Just, you know, and you know, same with Willem Dafoe. Like, I'm sure Willem Dafoe's fine. And I'm sure he's a good performer. I'm just saying, he doesn't have to perform. I still think he's scary. Mm-hmm. I do not. I do not want to get in a knife fight with Ray Winstone under any circumstances, no. biblical or otherwise. Whenever I hear Willem Dafoe, I think of two things. I think of Spider-Man. Yeah. And I think of Boondock Saints. Yeah. Like I think of Speed Two. Yeah. I think of Streets of Fire. I think Speed Two of Antichrist. He's the villain. I didn't know that. Yeah. I never saw Speed Two. And I had. I had anything better to do all the time yeah. since then. Don't. It's fine. Oh, good. Just checking. It's a boat movie also. Skip, skip all yeah, the way to the that end. Should, that should have been skip our... Skip all the way to the last scene and just go, wow, they figured out how to spend a lot of money on something. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they crash an entire ocean liner into an entire city. It's like when you're like... For you're real. At, you're yeah, at, for real. You're at Thanksgiving with your parents or something like that. So how much do movies cost? Oh, you can spend as much money as you want on them. Yeah. That, yeah. Movie, that movie shows you that Keanu Reeves is not How stupid. much you got. Keanu Reeves is very smart. Yeah. <laughs> Stayed away Smarter from than it. we thought, yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm going to go do this kung fu movie yeah. thing. Will Smith just passed on it. 
You want to do speed two? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know speed two. You're supposed to do another Bill and Ted, by the way. Yeah, well. They ran out of adjectives. <laughs> Bill and Ted cash out. Yeah. Bill and Ted's superfluous third one. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> Bill and Ted's unnecessary sequel. Anyway, so Noah's... Yeah, they'll be filming that along the same time as Ghostbusters 3 and yeah, fucking God. Beetlejuice 2. So Noah's granddaughter's having little Slytherins. Yeah. So do you think they made the other son, this kid, him... So do you think, do you, I, this is the one performance that I'm like, uh, dial it down a notch, bro. He's a little clean. But here's, yeah. Well, no, he's just he's being a, the crazy eyes. He's like, auditioning for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Doing perfect. Do you um, think it's intentional that they cast Jesus? I don't Jesus? know. I'd, I'd, I'd kind of lose my shit and be that kind of crazy if someone was, if my dad was going to kill my daughters. I'm like, I'd, I'd be freaking out because it's like Noah is the ultimate fucking guy who kills he bad guys. He becomes Jason Voorhees. It's like he's got all the experience yeah. On, yeah. on him. The script was way apeshit, by the way, uh, compared to this. is like... It, it was much clearer that God wanted those babies dead. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. In the, no. In the oh, script, oh, that must be what I'm. Yeah, because that's why I'm confused by because this. Because in because in the script, it was like no, the animals had Noah's back. Like he right. went to war with his family, and the animals were oh, helping. And like, like crocodiles and they, shit. Yeah, they oh, tried wow. to they tried to get away in the in the Narcissus, and fucking <laughs> and fucking orcas showed up and destroyed that shit. <laughs> like, they, nope, yeah, not happening. There was no fun. And in this, it's much more ambiguous that Noah is the one going. This is how it is going to be, and so um, yeah, is that, there is, is that, definitely. Is that, what, is that what you were talking about? about I must. The, that's that yeah. must be how I got there. Because if it's if it's clear in this movie, I don't know why I'd be confused by it. Yeah, but yeah, I, and like I said, I read the script first. Yeah, my, but, my first impression of this movie was that script. But you can, uh, I mean, just just reading that, I can see where you know. Even even having never been in that position myself, like there's a producer part of my brain that turned on and went, "Whoa, nah, yeah, we're gonna nah, have to nah, dial nah. this away." Yeah, we don't want your logic games here. He's not gonna stab the baby in the face. Well, no, just the just the bit where it's like we cannot afford that much going on with the animals. Yeah, They're going like, to be asleep. No, the, the animals are asleep, and there it's it. We'd, yeah. Okay, you can cut the throat of one of them and bite the head off another one, but that's yeah. it. That's all we got. Is like a little rock symbolism again. There, did you see it? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. He was gonna bring the rock on down. That's how it works. That's a good joke in the chat. I missed that one too. Sorry, Snail. He says gravity is speed three. <laughs> ah. <laughs> hadn't heard that joke before. That's a good joke. I don't get it. Just in the in the trilogy of speed movies, gravity is part three. It's actually an acceleration. <laughs> Okay, it's back. yeah. Okay, so, oh, so, 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 oh, somebody like, got that. <laughs> Booyah! And laughed real hard. So it's vector. It's the, it's vector part one. Yeah, I like it. All right, <laughs> <Speedy>. <laughs> Yeah, he makes he makes an excellent point. All right, so it's not speed three. It's vector one. It's acceleration. Acceleration. I just like one. how excited you were because like, well, I didn't really get to play with the math jokes on Pi. I, yeah. I got one anyway. I got but, one. But in. I'm in this game. <laughs> in this one to win it. I was so sad there was no I just like how when you yelled like, my, my headphones like snapped like click yeah I'm sorry you're gonna have to knock that one down I don't normally do that no, but. it's okay no, I'm just saying like I actually heard feedback in my headphones <laughs> it was like ow Mike was really psyched about that pun yeah I never do any I got one in Russell Crowe's really good in this man he's yeah. good in Russell Crowe he's good in he, almost everything yeah, he comes to he comes to play and people had a problem with him in Les Mis I didn't I had a problem with his singing. I had a problem with all of Les Mis. So and, and that. Oh, yeah. Like, here's, the, here's the line. Here's the line. She's, first she lies. But then, is, it, is she already said it? She hasn't already said it, right? She's doing everything she can to keep it. But the line where she goes, we have everything we need. Oh, that's up. That's up. Okay. That was before. We that already had up. it. We already had that it. That was when, when, the, when the baby was. Or no, no. Yeah. 
I think I think this might. I think be it's it. where she says it right here, where, where yeah. she's like, "Look, it's two girls. We can totally yeah. have sex." <laughs> We're like, "Wait, what are you saying exactly?" Well, what's I, funny is she's doing. I'm she's confused. literally living out the thing she said she would do, which is she'll do anything yeah. to keep her family alive. She's like, yeah. she's lying about it. Yeah. She's saying like, "How about incest? Is incest okay? How about that?" She's doing anything she can. Yeah, there we go. He sent us what we need. Yeah, it's like, see, see. So uh, look at it that way, yeah. right? Isn't it crazy that he's the guy from Virtuosity? Yes, I think about Very that a crazy. lot. We should do that movie sometime. LA Confidential, sir. Yeah, Virtuosity is a, f- a fun flick. This this kills me. The the like what when 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 she says, "I know I can't stop you, but don't let them die crying." Yeah, that it's was like, like oh, oh god, that was a good move. I like that. I want to see the movie where. Noah stabs two infants in the head and actually does it. Like, here you go, Christianity. Here's your Bible movie. <laughs> How about that? That's hey, there's up. your loving guy. Aronofsky's Abraham. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Right. That's what this is, clearly. He, he's. Well, yeah, yeah he's, he's playing off that. He's like, well, if the God did the one thing, he, you know, would conceivably do the other. So the thing. answer to the question, Darren, why did you make this movie is because the Bible's harsh, bro. Basically. Yeah. That's, he's a, like, that's a rough he's book. Because of seventh grade. Hey, just just anytime you make, you know, anytime you make a movie based on like a book or something and you're not just trying to you know, this, cash in. It's, it's like, this is fascinating. I want to explore this character. Yeah. This part right here freaks me out as I was watching it. It's like, oh, I forget. Yeah. It's because that deal for own personal reasons, you know, you may have stuff for it. But when, when. Russell Crowe has this beard and this hair. He is the spitting image of Phil Tippett. He, <laughs> ah, he wow, is. you're right. He becomes. The, I, was, I was like, literally, going, Phil. Like, how, no, why, was, why uh, do they keep cutting know, to Phil Tippett? Who's Phil Tippett? I, I was thinking his. Uh, he's the uh, the stop motion like he had one go job. motion. Yeah, okay, so super what? guru. You were thinking what? Um, you were mentioning this. I forgot to point point her out. If you if you rewatch this movie, the seventh grade teacher in question, um, when ah. when Noah walks into the the Tubal Cain village and the old lady comes up and goes you and like yeah. follows him around that's her nice. Nice. Yeah. I wonder how she felt about the movie uh, she just thought it was neat that like she was just enchanted she, to have been yeah. on screen little Darren turned out okay she didn't know who okay. he was yeah she had no idea who he was well no she talks about that in the behind the scenes she, she was like listen I've taught like 2,000 kids like Trade, I'm glad they, he remembers me now that you mention it you, you were telling us a story about when a psychotic, blood-faced Phil was trying to stab a baby in the eyes. Yeah, that was a thing of his. Yeah, Species, was... right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't species. It was, uh, no. so, it was sometime. Phil was doing that. You yeah. said he was doing that. Yeah, yeah. No. Was, he had the, no, you he can't had, stop him. He had when the he insane gets, eyes and the blood on his face. When he gets face, into it, yeah. And he was going to stab babies in the face. Yeah. Was, yeah, I remember this. All the time. Uh, all the time. Now I see why Everyone's you're so, like, I see why it's so alarming because it's, it's, yeah. it's like you most people don't know he's capable of that. That's what makes it so And it's just reminding you. It's harsh. It's a trigger warning. Uh, if you have seen Phil Tippett stab a baby in the face, this movie will scare you yeah. and remind you of that really awful night. They really should put that label on that because if you've seen Phil Tippett stab a baby in the face, as he's wont to do, so it's even, not something you shake off. Even in this off. moment, you're not buying into her? Troy? I never bought into her because it's Hermione, you know, from that other movie. Is it a performance thing or a, it's Hermione thing? It's, it's, she's just too much Hermione. She's, she was Hermione eight seconds before she showed up to be this movie. She, she looks like Hermione. She has exactly the same face, exactly the same hair. She's exactly the same age. She isn't anything but Hermione at this point. So well, She doesn't age. Yep. She's got the magic juice. Well, mm-hmm. so does Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, well, Jennifer Connelly's slowly finally, but surely. She's aging at like half speed, if yeah. anything. So anyway, but and uh, doing it well. We just yeah, watched her I, in the Rocket Chair, which is like, twenty you know, years old. I can't, you know, just, I just can't get past it. Like, yeah, I mean, we have to stop Voldemort. Don't stab my babies in the face. It's you know, it's the <laughs> same same emotional thing. This I thought suddenly the film became so unartful, where it's like 
dun, 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 like this needed like the Superman theme to be no. playing. Dun, 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 but the fact dun, that it's you know, I get that this is where it's supposed to happen, and it's, you know that that's all fine. But it was so handled so just, and the close up was yeah. like, God, Aronofsky, you were like Kubricky and clever until now and you're doing th- some high art shit man. that's like that's like the shot that every biblical epic would do yeah. and then he came with the thing which is i have to say he this last of, he, he went out of money yeah probably know, it could be. we're in the last like 10 minutes ish or however much longer there is of the movie berries berries see it's a running thing this this last grapes part, actually to make his wine yeah this last part gets both rushed and confused Shut that up, in yeah. a way that the rest of the movie wasn't which really kind of disappointed me. I was like, and, and it was about the time going, oh, we never did have the scene of drunken Noah having to be covered. Like, oh, that happens here, I guess. I get it. Um, and then at the very end, I was like, oh, fuck, of course, the rainbow. I mean, uh, Jesus, they finally got the rainbow in there. This last part doesn't seem to quite flow like the rest of the movie did. It, yeah. it feels a little choppier and doesn't quite, it feels like we're like, okay, wait, what do we forget? Oh, we didn't do drunken Noah. We got to get the rainbow in there somehow. Well, I thought the drunkenness was a result of all the shit he it went is. through. It, it is. is, but I'm saying I know that drunken Noah is part of the story. Right. And I was like, wait, we we're already, we're on land already. When was, when is drunken Noah happening? It is, the story? Af- it is after. It was okay. So I didn't realize that. So, yeah. so I was like, all right, fine. And, that, and that's why they, they, they thought it was so important because they were like, because it's not explained in the in the Bible. It's like, yeah, and then Noah went and got drunk a lot, and, it, and they were yeah. like, "Where does what? it say that? It doesn't say that on my papers." Yeah, can you give me? I'll find it. Go about your business. Yeah. So I wasn't I, I wasn't clear on this. this the well, last the rainbow, part, the yeah. rainbow, and everything. I thought that was just supposed to be a symbol of hope. The hope for humanity. Well, really. no, I know what the rainbow symbolizes. I'm just saying again, it was like at the very end, this two seconds before the credits roll, like a uh, rainbow in the sky, as yeah. opposed to making a thing out of it. You would think that the summation would be more like Noah going, okay, so I got drunk and I was kind of messed up there for a while, but now I realize <laughs> this is what it was actually all about. Yeah, it's funny as right you said and, Noah, and, and it could have been, it, could have been talking about Matrix Revolution. The one place to like be sort of, and now I know what this means, and that is his symbol that we have, you know, blah. But the fact that just sort of at the end, they were like, oh, and people expect that there's a rainbow in this story, so put a rainbow in the sky at the very end without even connecting that dot. I was like, well, all right. Even I would have connected that dot, and I'm, you know, virulently anti-Christian, but it's like, if you're going to make a point out of anything, just go, and there is the symbol that ever since... Here you go. It's not, it's not on here because the, uh, yours, you have the, the flood and the ark, but this is the aftermath, so it's in, in chapter nine. I cut act three. Yeah. Um, so... Turns out there's a whole cleansing of the scouring of the Shire that most people don't even know happened. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. a footnote. Here, here we go. So, so God basically says... Uh, yeah, so everything's cool. Uh, I changed my mind. I'm not going to kill everybody again, even if you fuck up. So it's cool. Yeah, I got that. Um, you, you're all going to... You can eat the animals, too, even though they were super important, but you can eat them. Um, and then... So that's the, the covenant with Noah. And then after that... And Noah began to be an husbandman. This is the KGB. Uh, and he planted a vineyard. And he drank of the wine and was drunken. And he was uncovered within his tent. So it sounds like he just had nothing else to do. He opened a vineyard. He's like Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Wait, got no, super that, drunk one night. That was in the part that I read last night. And then right after this, doesn't one of his sons come back and be like, ah, shit, dad's naked, hide. Yep. Right. All this shit. They just did that. That's what happened. And then one of them gets like cursed forever, like forever, like holes Ham, for, for Ham, looking. What happened was Ham, Ham comes into his tent. Here he's just out in the open. Ham comes into his tent and he goes, oh, shit, dad's naked. He runs to his brothers and goes, hey. Dad's naked. And they're like, well, fucking cover him up, asshole. And they, they walk in. They're like, we're not going to look at his, his wiener. And they, they cover him up. And he's like, you saw me naked. And you didn't cover me up. You're an asshole. You're cursed forever. Which, by the way, 
is um, that was one of many ways that people have used the Bible to justify racism because they said the curse of Ham gave him dark yeah. skin, and that's where black people came from. That's where that that, yeah. that people is that what it used- means when you're going ham. No, but that's how people have used that's, it. Which, if they were smart, that's not a thing. If they were smart, when when the filmmakers were defending against people going, "Why is the cast whitewashed? Why didn't you have like an ethnic cast, like a proper, you know, everybody kind of came from that?" What they should have done was say something like, "Well, you know, the, historically people have used the whole ham thing and and the curse of ham to to." be racist and use it as a tool of oppression against black people we didn't want to play into that so we just wanted to avoid that that's what they should have done what they said instead was well white people are just like the baseline that's just that's just normal people as white people is what they basically said and it was like fuck that is the worst that is exactly the wrong response (laughs) to have given to that to to that objection he's got bruce valanche hair now but yes, the curse of Cain, likewise, you know, the descendants of Cain, they were like, ah, the curse of Cain, th- yeah. he had a mark. The mark of Cain was dark skin. So black people are evil. They're descendants of Cain. So that's... And I think Jehovah's Witnesses, don't they, aren't they the ones that say that the Cain came to the New World and became the Native Americans? That they, Probably, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's I think Jehovah's so, Witness yeah. version of so, it. So, yeah, they, they, that's, that's a kind of thing that's, that's used a lot uh, to, to justify the oppression of Native peoples. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Bible. Yeah. For making that so clean for us to and easy to understand in, in a few simple words. Yeah. So here, here he's explaining. He's like, yeah, I failed. <laughs> Killed all those people. You for see, nothing. if I had destroyed the Elder One, I couldn't because Dumbledore told me that originally it wasn't actually passed dun, into his dun, possession dun, by dun, a true shade. Dun, 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 dun. It makes sense, They're Harry. Doing but what do we do now, Harry? Uh, I'll, I'll have you know they did a better job. They do a better job of explaining what happened in this movie than they did at the That's end. That's actually true. Last year, I, will, I will grant you that. I will totally grant you that. And I'm still furious. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm okay with the. I just think this last part here is just kind of ru- definitely rushed, rushed and kind of choppy, and as opposed to everything else, it was I think, really cool. I think there was definitely a. A part of a part where it's like we just spent two hours on that whole thing. We need to get the fuck out. Yeah, Let's exactly. Wrap it up. So drunk Noah Rainbow, yeah. just go, go, go. But uh, but you know, as far as Noah's arc, pardon the expression. <laughs> um, it you know, I, th- I think that that in itself, no, it had to be done. That's it. that's uh, <laughs> that's that's fairly solid. I mean, for me, yeah. it's like it, it works. It's like you know, and he comes to the end of realization where. Where he's like, and in the end, I maybe I never knew what God wanted, but maybe that's how it works, you know? Like maybe yeah. you killed everyone up. Maybe you just do the best you can. Yeah, maybe it's all about just you know, uh, <laughs> don't kill the babies as much, even if you think God wants you to. Yeah, so I killed everyone. At you know, interpretation, yeah. right? Everyone so, makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. I'm Noah. Sort of the, sort of things. Just like let's leave the kill- Noah out. Let's leave the yeah. <laughs> let's leave the killing to God because clearly he is real good at it. So let's just let him do that. And Ham again. I think Ham is getting. So yeah, this whole thing's like okay. So you've you're we're, we're all square now, Noah. Now get over there and help your wife with the river. Yeah, she's digging a river up there. <laughs> you have to help her. We got a whole world to recreate here. I, I I think Ham just overall was given like the the kid playing Ham. I, I think about it. I'm like he's pretty good in this, but he's just not given a whole lot to do. No. Um. I think I think Ham is he's certainly uh, they they certainly try to. The film tries to justify him a little bit more um, and, and, you know, where he's coming from. Because he's like, listen, I tried to get a wife and you wouldn't let me do that. I'm not going to fuck a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, it's, I, I'm leaving. I'm just going to go. I'll, maybe I'll fuck a bear or something. Yeah. I'll figure something out, but I'm just leaving. I'm getting out of here. 
I'm going to go fuck myself. How about yeah. that? Yeah. How about I go and fuck myself? <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'm going to go walk the earth like, like yeah. Kwai Chang Kane. That's what I'm going to do. And then somehow uh, later he had children because, because they, they pop just, out of the ground yeah. apparently <laughs> when, when God needs them to. God goes, oh, here, that's, this is for you. A little something. Don't eat this all at once. The Hermione character, is she in the Bible? Yep. No, actually, yeah, no, actually, as a matter of fact, that, that extra drama has been added in because uh, all three of the sons had wives in, yeah. the, in the biblical story. Yeah, so. that's right. So it actually wasn't as complicated as this, and they didn't have to go all like Twilight imprinting on babies and, <laughs> and do any of that. It was just like, we got wives, we'll have kids, and they will, you know, interbreed, and that's not a problem for some reason. Yes. Uh, and, and we're and all so, cool with that. Yeah, and we're all cool with that. And the Lord said unto Noah, come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee I have seen righteous before me in this generation. And they had wives... Yeah. Yeah. And so on. So all of his sons, and they were there clearly... In selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wives, and the three wives of his sons with them into yeah. the ark. So obviously Japheth was not a 12-year-old, and, and or maybe he was. It was You don't know, time. man. Yeah. yeah. He was a player. Yeah. Young. Oh, Japheth, sure, but Japheth got around. By the way, it doesn't say one per either, to be fair, so... Mm. Oh, yeah. This could have been like, like... It could have been an ark of, like, trophy wives. Yeah. Yeah, bring seven of the clean ones and two dirty ones. Yeah, <laughs> especially the dirty <laughs> ones. <laughs> Those are the ones we want. Wow. So yeah, we're and he's finally kind of claiming his birthright. He's like, okay, I was going to destroy everyone, but I guess we're going to continue this lineage thing. Yeah, instead. so we have to do the ritual now. So. Although, none of you shall ever mention this again. I'll yeah. be embarrassed about it for a long time. We're just Yeah, we're just not going to talk about it. Thou shalt never time. talk about that time I killed everybody. <laughs> yeah, just don't bring it up. I'm a, I'm more upset that it was just kind of a really ugly boat. I think it could have done better. I think it could have finished it a bit more. Didn't have time. I got I got lazy around year three. It's yeah. I mean, but you pitch know, pitch. I tell you, we you, only did, had did, seven did, rock did, monsters. Did any of you hear any comparisons to Transformers with those rock oh, monsters constantly? Oh, yeah. And I I don't really and I don't get that. It. I don't see it. I, I I mean, it's because other than they're, they're big, it's only the most no, superficial. I would get, in, no, I would yeah. get into heated a, arguments with people. It's a very about superficial, it. thing, and and that's the pro- well, that's the problem. I I felt like getting into arguments with people because they would make that comparison, and I was like, you're only making that because you have nothing but the superficial to say about this movie. Yeah. Why don't you go see it and then we'll discuss it? Well, I can see why they're comparing it to the Transformers though, because they're both big pieces of walking homunculus guy thing, yeah. where all the individual component constituent pieces of the figure you can't tell them apart or see what's connected to what. Or uh, I guess kind of. He's yeah. just a big rock. Guy guy vaguely all the way all the time and the other ones are just a big metal guy vaguely I like all what, the way all the time i like what they did with the rainbow here i think it's a well. great look i just yeah. think it's sort of like and you know we, we all know the rainbow part right you know the, yeah. the idea of like well geez you know i thought i actually thought because it it happens right at the end i'm like uh is he gonna forget the rainbow how i know is he like, is he, how does he not do the rainbow part oh okay so. yeah okay so uh yeah no um how do you feel about it now teague uh, it's vaguely, uh, it's the same. The color's better now, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's fine. I'm never gonna watch it again. Hey, Mary Parent, cool. Yeah. Uh, probably never gonna watch it again. I'll watch The Fountain because at least in The Fountain, he's not beholden to the sort of strokes of a story that he doesn't get to articulate if he needs to. You know, he took liberties with this. <laughs> he took some pretty good liberties. It's though. still, it's still like, yeah, okay. That's not. I'm just not very compelled by the story itself. 
Uh, and I'm not very compelled by the interpretation because I don't know how else, like as soon as someone said Aronofsky is doing Noah, this is exactly what showed up in my head. Um, What's the, why is that bad though? Uh, it's, it's not. It's just that everyone else seems to be blown away by the fact that this isn't the Noah movie they were expecting and it was exactly the Noah movie I was expecting. So I don't have any of the extra... I didn't extra... know what the story was going to be. I, I, I was really thrilled with what he did with that personally but again you read the script well when aronofsky says i'm gonna make a noah movie i I don't go i'll bet you it's gonna be really sweet and light it's like he's gonna do something fucked up with it what are you gonna do and you know the specifics of it i didn't have in mind but this is generally sort of what i thought it would be and still is and but yeah i still don't see why that's but why is that a negative it's not a negative it's neutral but a lot of everyone else's positives are based on that thing which i don't have like if this was exactly the movie you thought it was then it's just cool thumbs up no, it's surpri- exa- no surprises there. It's, exa- it's exactly the movie I thought it was stylistically. Yeah. In fact, or, or if, if not, it may be a little downplayed. It's like he, he doesn't go full Aronofsky for most of it. There are little moments like where like, ah, there you are. Tr- yeah, yeah but, exactly. It's like Tree of Life and the yeah. guy killing the other guy shots and stuff like that. But no, I mean, it's fine. But didn't hit me that hard. Uh, yeah. Anthony, you loved it. I'm, I'm the outlier on this I, one. I'm, I, I'm just going to end up repeating myself. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know everything like the acting, the the way it was shot, the the liberties he took with it. Everything appealed to me. The music was great. the The font, <laughs> pretty. The font is the like best part. from from start to finish. For me, there wasn't a moment wasted. It's like, like even after it's after you find out she's pregnant and he decides what he has to do. They jump forward nine months to them trying to leave and then Noah stopping them. It's like I don't feel like any part of this film took too long to just be. As I walked out, I, I, I instantly knew that this was one of my favorite, all-time all favorite movies. Um, definitely um, one of my four favorite this year, but it, it goes in my collection. Cool. So, certainly. Mike? Um, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I'm glad just in general that uh, the, the Aronofsky average is still good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that it's... I, I was afraid it'd be like one on one off. I'm like, I didn't like that one, but I like this one, but I don't like the next one. But he, no, he's he's good. He's doing good. <laughs> he's hanging in. Um, yeah, I think it's a, a great. Like you said, like if you're gonna if you're gonna tell Bible stories like this, tell them all day. Sure. Yeah. Keep going back to that well all you want. Um, I loved I loved the the. Yeah, just just treating it like okay, if if. The Bible were just a fantasy novel <laughs> with the, of, or a, an anthology, really. Um, and I'm going to select one of these stories and, and do a thing with it. Let's, take a, let's strip away the Sunday school version of this. What is the story here? And, and just doing a fantastic job with that and really struggling with it and showing the characters struggle with it. Like I, I was saying, you know, they're on the ark by the midpoint. And, and they do that, and I go, uh... Now what? <laughs> Where's, yeah. Now I don't know where the movie's going because we've done all the parts that I'm aware of until this is over and they're off the boat. Um, and so the, the human drama going on there and the struggle with the horror of what they've done and what they have to do, the horror that the, the version of the story that you're told in Sunday school completely skips over right. yeah. is, was fantastic to me. And I, I think it's great. And I think it's, um, you know, definitely something that I, I will recommend. I'm not sure how often I will watch it after this, but I will definitely recommend it to people and, and return to it occasionally. No, not just that, though. Also, the, the environmental aspects of it, what it's trying to say to people about people and, you know, 
the peace message. Yeah, I think it's tell. I think it's telling a good story. The reason you tell stories, it's like, why did you tell me that story? Well, because he had so- it had something to say to us now, outside of the religious context of you're bad and love Jesus. It's like, no, listen, this is an allegory for right. what we are doing to ourselves. Right. It is important to tell the story now, and it's important you listen. Like so, the, the movie the movie touches on so many levels. It's yeah. like, how can you not like it as much as me? <laughs> I am. I am. You need to see it more. It occurs to me that Anthony, did you grow up in Sunday school? I went to Catholic school. No, oh, there it is. That's the answer to the yeah. question. Ah. The answer to the question is T doesn't care because T never thinks about Noah and never conceived of it any other way than exactly what this movie was. And everyone else is reacting to the version that was hammered into them and like, see, this is so much darker. I'm over here like, but there's no yeah, way it's been like, been, like no I'm way over here eating peanuts. Like, yeah, it's been that way the whole fucking there's, time. There's, there's no way you could have anticipated the whole thing in the middle with showing the evolution of man and and. Oh no, that was artful. The, that, like I said, that was my favorite scene of the movie. The peace messages he's sending home, you know, or the you know, environmental messages he's sending home. Well, what? There's, what? What? I mean, that be nice to each other and save the planet. The save the planet message is huge, and it's it's in there strong. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, but like, but it, what other movies? Well, I don't. Like, I don't right, begrudge you this movie. I'm not mad that you like it. But what? 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 I guess what I'm getting at is taking it into context with everything else coming out right now. What other films can you really say does as much as this film does? Well, nothing. What nothing. Does it, oh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> nothing. Uh, damn you. Nothing. You know, I, I've I have been stirred by movies recently. This wasn't one of them. This is it, it, this struck me as a lot of platitudes. To be honest with you, it got dark. It was fun, uh, but generally, I you know, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. And high five. Okay. Um, Aronofsky. Bear in mind, I'm not saying it's exactly what I thought anyone would have made. It's like when I find out Aronofsky is making Noah, I go, oh, it's going to be a fucked up dark Bible movie. Let's do this. And that's exactly what it was. You know, I, I walked in and it got exactly what I expected. You know, that's all. <laughs> you keep saying that like it's a bad thing somehow. Though. I'm not. The way, yeah, I'm you, not. It's, okay. <laughs> I'm just. Well, it's, it's neutral. I'm surprised well, by how blown away by well, you guys are. Well, and my, it, well, my, it seems kind my of trade off is me. like, yeah, it's a fucked up dark Bible movie. The first one that's ever been made. Yeah, um, right, exactly. Yeah. And if, again, that's the sort of context thing where I haven't yeah. watched other Bible movies. So I don't have I'm not perhaps coming, I'm not the coming second, at this from anything else. Perhaps the second Last Temptation of Christ, uh, if I'm, I'm getting the right name. Or not yeah, the Passion yeah. of the Christ, the Last, last Temptation, Temptation of Christ. Scorsese's. Yeah. That was sort of that and took heat for like, you know, wait, that's not the cleaned up pretty story. It m- makes it seem like real people were having that experience and we don't like that. Um, this movie is like that as well. I, yeah, again, having been, we weren't, I wasn't raised particularly religious other than the fact that it was just, it was in the water supply, yeah. you know, in Nashville, Tennessee in the, the 60s, in the that, 60s, you know, it's like you went to Sunday school because it was, it was weird if you didn't. And, uh, you know, and you go to church on the, the important days that you needed to be seen in church. And things like that. Christmas, but, Easter. Exactly. And, you know, you, but you get to hunt the eggs and there's food involved. So I was okay with it. But we were never, I don't come from a religious family. None of us are religious. Other than, other than the vaguely like, well, everyone's religious because you just are. But um, I started questioning all this stuff at a very early age. And that got me into all kinds of heaps of trouble. But fortunately, it didn't really cost me anything to, to pretty much be an atheist by the time I was 15. And go, none of that makes any sense to me. Um, and there was no penalty for that, which is great. For me, it's like, so I, but I have, as I said at the opening, it's like, I wasn't able to break out of the box, you might say, mentally, that there could be any other kind of Bible movie that other than the, all the Bible movies I'd ever seen. And I was like, 
as I said at the outset and I maintain, it's like, if this was what Bible movies were like, bring on the Bible movies. I mean, just keep, you know, keep on, keep on coming. And I absolutely advocate that this, although there's going to be, it's a rare school that'll do it, but this is the movie they should show you in, in Sunday school mm-hmm. and go, hey, okay, if we're going to talk about being moral people, let's really look at morality, shall we? As opposed no. to the cleaned up thing. It was uh, Julia Sweeney talking about how she became an atheist, talking about, you have to look at this stuff and think about it, because if it isn't something you've thought about, if, you, if your morality is based on the rules someone gave you, it's not morality. Yeah. You're following rules. Right. It's like morality comes from thinking about it and going, I understand why this choice is better than that choice. Yeah, morality is impelled. Yeah, as opposed to, well, I, I'll, get, I'll get in trouble if I do that one. It's like, it's the difference between, okay, well, if you're afraid of going to jail for murder, I guess that stops you from murdering. But it's better if you understand why you shouldn't murder. That would be better. That would be preferable. So one is just fear of punishment and one is the other is a morality. So I, you know, again, this like I I'm okay with Christianity if you if you can go through this through this ringer here and go, (laughs) oh, okay, I get why, yeah, Noah story, that's an important story, and there's important lessons to take from that story. And it does address what it means, you know, when we say evil, what do we mean? You know? Doesn't seem to Weirdly, it doesn't seem to be sex. Sex seems to be kind of an important part of this story. So uh, what's that sad about exactly? I don't know. Maybe we should talk about that further. But I'm just really impressed that, uh, you know, that, that uh, Aronofsky was able to take the lamest story, the oldest story, the story that we all know, and make anything remotely like a compelling movie out of it, which is just spectacular And again, like, like we talked about before, it's... Even even removing yourself from that context and going, yeah, we we got some folktale from from this tribe. Yeah, but we've never heard this folktale before. That you could look at it that way. It's a, it's a perfectly great fantasy story or yeah. fairy tale folktale, however you you want to think about it. That still says something that that resonates to us. And you know, like you said, Aronofsky making a fantasy movie. He hasn't done that. I want to see what that yeah. looks like. Well, I kind of got a, a third thought. of the fountain was that way. Yeah, I guess that's true. I kind of got a thought because of the fountain, but I'm like, I'd be happy to see that, and I did. And, and lo, it was so. It just happened to be based on a fantasy that we don't tend to call use that word. Yeah, but that's what it is. And when you approach that that way, it's like now it's like now if someone's we like you to do a Bible movie. I would go, I I I will consider that. Yeah, can I Aronofsky it? Mm. Can I go look? Let's let's really do this story and not just the. Sunday school, everyone's all clean version, and let's do this for real. How are you not convinced? <laughs> <laughs> I was won over. I'm surprised at how much I was won over Trey by this movie. Trey grew up being force-fed a bunch of glossy Barbara Walters filter Bible movies, and you guys yeah. both went to Catholic school. Uh, yeah. I don't have any of those things. In my head, the entire time, Noah's been exactly like this. As a good counterpoint to this, if you haven't seen it, I think it's in uh, it's in the special called Straight Out of England. Like this is the most obvious version of this movie, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Rick, it's fine. It's good. He didn't screw it maybe, up. Maybe maybe Teague is not very interesting. Maybe Teague is the one who needs the most. Ricky Gervais, and uh, I think it's in Straight Out of England, which is uh, is one of his HBO stand-up specials. If you can find it, he does a lengthy routine where he actually has retained his Sunday school. Noah picture book oh, that wow. he was taught from and he goes through the entire book page by page because he, he won this when he was like seven years old for writing an essay contest or whatever and he goes through this page by page of exactly and explicitly how fucked up the Sunday school Noah story is and it's hilarious so I think it's I think the special it's in is called Straight Out of England 
Actually, it, I think that would be the more interesting movie for me. Yeah, and if you could find I it. I would be more intrigued by the Noah story that is sarcastically that, where it's like glossing over it in a way where you're forced to deal with the horrifying, as opposed to putting horrifying in front of you, saying, like leaving by association the context that, and we all just sort of pack up the boat and there's shrieks outside, but mm-hmm. we're just like being in like the kids playing with a lamb and there's shit. There's not even shrieks in hearing, the Sunday school version. It's just no, like, and then everyone drowned. It's just like the it. context of it would be, you know, yeah. I... I I think you also have to appreciate the social context of this, of, of taking a big chance on a biblical story and, and subverting your expectations Didn't. of what's going to happen. No, not for you, oh, yeah. but for, for... For normal people. For normal people, for Christians <laughs> who are going to go watch this. It's like, that's... You're, you're, well, you're didn't Passion of the Christ do that? No. They beat the no. shit out of Jesus for like no, 45 Passion minutes. No, Passion of the Christ was exactly served, what Christians Because that's wanted. part of the story. It's, it served Christians. Part of Hardcore the st- Christians orgasm over that movie, yes. which is scary but true. They think that's awesome. No, oh, that because okay. there's there's nothing subversive about that. That's part yeah. of the story. It's just like that is he, got the story. The, he got the shit beat out of him for two days, and, and pe- you just kind of gloss over it. And they're like, no, we're going to watch him get the shit beat out of yeah, him right. for two days. And, and that, But that, that goes to it. It's like, no, th- the idea is like, no, you're supposed to recognize his suffering because yeah. that's the story is like look at look look what he did but the noah story is always like it's about animals and happiness and wonderfulness yeah. and rainbows i think that's the thing i think it's the difference between me and you guys yeah. is that in your head this whole time you've always had a sneaky suspicion that the noah story was real fucked up not but, even us but it's take, never take us out of the no, context no, no. i'm but, talking but about other people in your head it's always been that way where it's like right. i feel like this is fucked up but we never talk about it this is the movie that's like yep boom yeah right but i think that's why in my head it's always just been yeah fucked up totally yeah. fucked up but, the whole time but horrifyingly outside, fucked up the whole time. Of, outside of yourself, I think it's important to appreciate that no one has done that and, and put it in front of Christians that way. Maybe. I mean, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't have thought of that. I don't know. I don't know Bible movies. Uh, I, you know, I don't have any yeah. contact yeah. for those. Go watch yeah. Son of God. There's, there's lots of them and you wouldn't like any of them yeah. because I'm they're sure. all terrible. I'm sure. But, you know, I, 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 if he has that context... And made this decision. That's brave. No, I, I think, don't have that I context, so I can't ra- appreciate it. We can wrap it up. We kind of just been going in this circle at yeah. this point. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. I mean just, the rain's going to start any second. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a problem with it. It's just Noah. High five, Noah. Boom. <laughs> Good man. Good man. Yeah. Okay. Anthony doesn't understand me at all. Nope. This has been What Are You Doing Movie. You can always find more episodes at friendsinyourhead.com. Go to the forum, get involved. It's a wonderful group of people and it's growing every single week. Twitter.com slash friendsinerhead. Facebook friends in your head and friendsinyourhead at gmail.com. Buy our shirts, give us money. Holden Hill Design and maintain the website. And until next time, my name is T. Christie. Anthony Alba. Hi, Scott. Jennifer Connolly. This <laughs> been What Are You Doing Every Time. We have everything we need, T. Oh, no, I'm not fucking a baby. And good night, good night. Now, when you say you'll never fuck a baby, I mean, come on. Hey, Trey, it's not morality unless I've decided that for myself. Okay, all right. I'm just saying this. You can't tell me. If you tell me not to fuck a baby, area. it doesn't mean anything when Somewhere I Somewhere in there, there's some gray area where I bet you would fuck a baby. Good outro. Good outro. <laughs> cannot believe this conversation. It's <laughs> the best one yet. Our best outro. Now we just see if Teague actually leaves it in. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I decided to cut the fucking baby part. Friendsinyourhead.com. <laughs>